Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Blended Canadian. The only whiskey is Irish whiskey. And my pants are off. What is going on? Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a bitch? Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. <laughs> you won't like me if you tickle me. <laughs> I'm going to... Blank, you so blank down there. I'm just gonna leave a mess when I'm yes. done. <laughs> Wait, check it out. Pee pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. What is happening, cats and kittens? It is St. Patrick's Day. It is St. Patty's Day. I. Don't know of any holiday that I give less of a rat's ass about, <laughs> but it is. I'm wearing my fucking Green Lantern shirt today, so that counts for something. Uh, today is March 17, 2015, and this is episode number 95 of the PanelsOnPages.com podcast. Flagship title of your podcast network. Find them all at PCN.PanelsOnPages.com. I'm your host, uh, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, as always, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Three sweet me, bros. <laughs> again, uh, joining us again, Mr. Kelly Harris. There's more than one person talking about Rizzoli and Isles in my Twitter feed. What's going on? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I don't even. I don't. I do not. Cannot even. Uh, and uh, pinch hitting tonight for Team Brown. Uh, we got Mr. Tito Cruz. What's happening, sir? Yeah, she's a one-woman Eskimo brother factory. It's <laughs> 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 my new favorite line. <laughs> You're welcome. Uh, all right, we got stuff to talk about. Um, lots of things. Fucking uh, public service announcement. If you are uh, a, 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 a like-minded person and like the toys and the Transformers, uh, you can get the entire uh, Minasaur wave on HasbroToyShop.com um, for 20% off right now and free shipping. So do that shit. I did. I am very excited for them to come in. But... Um, as is the case whenever I buy anything that's not on Amazon, I want to kill myself because I have to wait more than two days to get something done. <laughs> <on the next. laughs> like, that's the, that's the shit they don't tell you about with Amazon Prime. Like, it's a fucking phenomenal service. You know, the streaming stuff is pretty good. You know, free shipping on everything. You don't have to fucking, like, find something that's $7 to get your free shipping. Like, it's always there. And it's two days. And that all sounds amazing. But then you buy something from fucking anywhere else. And you have to wait like a regular fucking mook, and it's 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 awful. It, it is a hellish landscape from which there is no escape. But you know, I got these toys for like you know fourteen dollars a piece versus the thirty three dollars they are currently on Amazon, because Amazon sometimes is a goddamn crazy place. Uh, but yeah, very excited about that because I love me a little plastic robots. I need to do something to uh, 
put off the sink of Hell Week. Uh, my lady is in Illinois on business, uh, so just me and the, the kids this week. It's 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 always a little hectic, uh, although, or maybe to put it uh, as my lovely wife put it, it's just a couple hours a day. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah, at the, the the most stressful parts of my fucking day, the beginning and end. <laughs> But luckily, my, my kids are pretty even-tempered. The, the, the big one, uh, you know, can help with the little one, and she's actually been a lot of fun. The little one's in a really good mood, and he's doing his thing. Like, you know, they're, they're not bad kids. You know, Jax, despite being a baby, he's not too bad for a fucking baby. He's just, <laughs> like, you know, I'm reminded every day of how goddamn selfish he is, which is kind of a drag. Not bad for being a fucking baby. <laughs> no, all the babies are the fucking worst. Like, anybody who tells you that babies aren't the worst doesn't have a baby or is brain damaged. Like, babies are fucking terrible. <laughs> the way you described the two of them, the big one, so-and-so, and then the little one, so-and-so, it reminded me of the beginning of Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, where she's like, I don't know, the fat one's watching the little one? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not entirely out of the line. But, like, it's the little thing to take for granted when there's no one else around, like, you know, being able to take a shit in peace. Yeah. Because, you know... Jax has started making this noise when he's super pissed. That's like the noise E.T. makes when you scare the shit out of him. <laughs> like when E.T. sees Drew Barrymore and he goes, blah, like that's the fucking noise he makes when he's super pissed now. And it's like, I really need to take a deuce, so I need you to fucking handle your shit, baby. You're being selfish again, like you are all the time. But, you know, we're a couple days down. It's throwing off my mojo, though, man. Like I got, you know, you don't know. Like, I mean, maybe it's just me, but, like, I, I, I am an awful, awful creature of habit like you know I, I definitely have a groove and a routine and when something throws it off it fucks with me like thank god that i have the show today because otherwise i would not know there i'd have no internal clock telling me that it's fucking tuesday yeah because, i saw you know, i saw you post that on twitter and i wanted to respond to you dude it's tuesday <laughs> just <yeah>. in case <laughs> it, it took a minute like i didn't know until like 1 30 today what day it was like it's 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 fucking it's fucking with me because you know I, i've not been training so like you know that's not a, you know, a, a thing like, okay, hey, you know, great, you trained last night, that means it's either <laughs> Tuesday or Thursday, so you're, you're in good shape. But it's fucking crazy. So. so what, you got the week off from training after the tournament, or? Well, I can't take two kids to go train. Ah, uh, true. You know, <laughs> I would just as soon, it would not, if I had my brothers, I would not be taking a week off of training <laughs> after the fucking piss poor performance I put on this weekend. Just take them to training and say the big one's sparring with the little one. The big one's sparring with the little one, no. <laughs> no it, it was not a bad showing. Um, the, the the day, uh, the Saturday we had the, uh, had my first match and it just the whole day was not quite what we were expecting. It's um, It was in Birmingham, Alabama. Bit of a trek. It was like two and a half hour drive. Yuck. Not awful. You know, not terrible. Um, but, you know, the thing said uh, weigh-ins are 11 o'clock. And then, you know, they start shit right after that. And then, you know, my division was meant to begin at 2 o'clock. So we got up at like, you know, fucking 7.30 to get down there. We didn't know exactly where we were going. Showed up at 11, went in, weighed in, and sat. And said, Cause, you know, hey, you know, we're, we're going to be fucking home by dinner time. We're going to go in, do our thing. It'll be rad. I did not end up having my first match until 7.30. Oh, jeez. Uh, because... They pre-registered a shitload of people, which is fine. But then they kept taking walk-in contestants, and most of them were That's little bullshit. kids. And so the little kid matches, they don't, they don't sub. So, like, you know, it's just fucking 
kid match after kid match after kid match to the point to where the entire event ran about four and a half hours late because they just kept admitting people. And I just felt like it was pretty fucking irresponsible from an event planning standpoint. <laughs> like, like, yeah, you know, like. Wait. So the little kids don't submit each other. So what is it? Just a, a dry points. hump? No, it's points. Like you know, the, the, your adults score points as well. Like you get uh, two points for a pass, two points for no, four points for back tape, four points for mount, and huh? three points I think for neon belly. I got so you can, neon belly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you can jump up and if you can firmly plant your knee into your opponent's stomach. Oh. While knee. you have one hand on his throat and one hand on his sleeve, that counts as three points. You got to hold knee for three on belly. Yeah, I it's- was just imagining a day glow green <laughs> belly. <laughs> <laughs> like somebody took a bunch of uh, ecto one and just uh, smacked your tum tum. So you know, so I didn't eat all day. You know, I had like a protein bar because you know, again, I was I fucking had a protein bar at noon because I'm going to be competing in two hours. You know, fucking no big deal. But that's not what happened. So it's kind of cranky, fucking tired as fuck. Just, you know, it, it, it threw off my Jeep for sure. My mojo was not great. Uh, and, you know, now with a little bit of distance, I can understand and recognize that, you know, um, I made a foolish mistake towards the beginning and never quite recovered. If I'd been half a second faster, I probably could have taken the first guy. Like, you know, I, you know, kind of thinking it over, running over. I probably gonna have this first dude. You know, it was it was just not quite quick enough. And then since you know the points part of it kind of comes into play, and it's not something you get into a whole lot when you're training. Obviously, you're training and sparring to submit somebody. You know, once this guy got past, he didn't do anything. Like he didn't want to move or do anything because he didn't want to open a hole for me to get back into. Oh, uh, so he just laid on top of you like GSP. Not entirely unlike that, yeah. You know, it was kind of a fucking drag, you know, because I got a pretty good game, but I got to do something, and I don't have a lot of experience going with big. Like I'm the biggest guy in the gym by a fucking wide margin, and I'm one of the strongest. Like so, I don't have a whole lot of experience going oh, with guys brag, like bigger. What's that? <laughs> way to brag. I mean, it's true though. Like I'm one of the strongest guys there, and definitely the biggest. Uh, so you know, I don't have a whole lot of experience there, and I, I you know, I walked with something I need to work on for sure. And then, you know, so that was over. And then um, there were only four guys in the division because the guy Mahoney found didn't show. And I really want to see if that was the fucking dude. <laughs> fucking John Williams. Piece but of he shit. didn't show. John Williams <laughs> did not make it in. And so, you know, like, hey, um, want to go again? You, got, you can basically compete for third, you know? And the fucking dude that threw me in. Him off. Maybe, I think so. But the fucking dude that they came in, that they brought in for the second match, was the guy that I've been eyeballing all day going, this. This big motherfucker <laughs> is gonna be this. This is gonna be the fucking guy that I'm gonna go. I know it. This big motherfucker, and he looked like they cut a hole in his gi and then just pumped him into it. <laughs> he was so fucking big and so doughy and so just goddamn heavy. It was like the Stay Puff fucking Marshmallow Man out there. Like Nicole's dad, where she goes, he he moved like his gi rolled up and his fucking fucking fat just got on you it was so, why do you do it so gross he was fucking huge like he was every bit of 320 pounds like he was enormous and you know i tripped over my own fucking foot he planted he <laughs> he kind of landed on this land on the side 
And I, all I could hear was this coach on the sideline going, Jimmy, 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 don't move. <laughs> Just don't move, Jimmy. And Jimmy didn't move until he moved a little bit. And his big and like you know, and I have a thing. I'm a grown ass man, but I, I do I do have a thing about bathrooms and unfamiliar places. Okay, like I, I don't I don't appreciate public toilets, especially not a fucking college gym bathroom. Okay. Point being, I'm not shitting all day long. Okay, and this big motherfucker moves in such a way that I felt pretty confident that if I didn't make a decision, I was going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> the pressure was just so that it was it, it was happening. And he was working a choke that was never going to happen. It was it was never going to happen. But I was going to shit my pants. So I made the judgment call to tap out <laughs> for Steve to very quickly leave the ring. Nicole says, Oh, that's uh, okay, just no problem. Do you want to stick around for the open weight division? I said, Nope. She says, Why? I go, because I nearly shit my pants. And she kind of smiled at me and go, No, no. For real, that big motherfucker nearly made me shit my pants. We have to leave now. <laughs> I am done with this today. <laughs> See, you should have start, started yelling while he was trying to get you in the choke. I'm going to shit my pants. I'm going to shit my pants. I bet he would have let go of you, and then you could have taken the advantage. No, that would count as a, uh, as a submission. Any vocal oh. sound of distress counts as a submission. Oh, so you can't tell people to suck it and stuff? That's You can't, no. <laughs> you cannot. No trash talking? No, tra- it was not. You know, honestly, I, I don't know if I'd have the focus to be able to trash talk. I can trash talk pretty well, but not like that. It was a good experience. I, I know what I got to fucking work on. Like, you know, what need- you got to work on. You got to work on your stank face. You would have stank faced him. He would have submitted right there on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go. I, yeah, I'm. I'm pretty fast for a guy my size. I need, I need to work on that and like work on my takedowns and shit like that. And like, but it's hard to do that because again, I'm so much bigger than the other people in my gym. Like. It's really hard to work that stuff without just fucking obliterating these guys. So it's really tough to to kind of to kind of work on that. But it's it's definitely something to look forward to, and I'm hoping to find a chance to be able to go and do it again sometime fairly recently, fairly well, soon at least. Well, hey, you you got your first two losses out of the way, so you don't have that hanging over your head anymore. So it's time to get back on the horse and submit some motherfuckers. And now you know what to expect. Yeah. Oh, shit, sorry. I'm back. I'm good. <laughs> he shit was himself. To call in, and since I'm not hosting, I could not add him to the call. Oh, shit. <laughs> I didn't see. I didn't see that. Mahoney well, like was, said, he was he called. He called me because he thought I was running the thing. Add to group call. Hello? Hello? Who's on the phone? It's Mahoney. Hi, Mahoney. I'm very disappointed in Lee for not shitting himself and winning this match. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Isn't that the great defense right there? No. I don't, you're either in or you're out, Lee. Yeah. I wanted to be in, like, you know, clean fucking pants. Did you forget the part where I had a two and a half hour drive ahead of me? <laughs> you don't have to ride home in them. You throw them in the parking lot. You climb up in your car and you drive home. Yeah, you did for ninety dollars. Didn't didn't you bring a change of clothes with you, or did you just ride there in your gi? I rode there in the gi, but I did bring a change of clothes oh. to ride home. I also don't under, uh, once once you had defeated him. Why wouldn't you have just taken his gi? <laughs> I would not want to be in a car with this guy, bit. <laughs> Along with taking his power. Yeah, Yeah, those are the power guns from, too. Take his power, you take any shits that he may have put inside of his gi, (laughs) 
You take his key and you leave. You also add his his women to your growing harem. Yes, <laughs> obviously. Molly, uh, a couple guys from the gym though, they did really well. This kid, uh, Hunter, he's like 15. Uh, he took the gold in his division. This dude, Ephraim, took the gold in his division. So, really great job for both those guys. It was not a bad experience. It just you, you know. just say the word Ephraim at me. <laughs> yeah, Ephraim. That's right. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking good dude, man. But the, uh, it, you know, losing sucks, obviously. And, you know, I got super fucking emo afterwards, but probably would not have been even as emo had, you know, I lost at 2.30. Right. Versus killing an yeah. entire fucking yeah. day. Like, I, I was not counting on you losing know, an entire day. Lee, what you should have done to keep yourself warm and keep yourself focused is practice on that kid who was hitting on your fucking daughter. Yeah. <laughs> Choke uh, out that little hit kid that was throwing up gang signs. He yeah they uh <laughs> they ran around all fucking day those two. He looks like an Ephraim. <laughs> <laughs> no, he looks like a Jim Billy. <laughs> he might have been a mild Jim Billy, <laughs> mildly Jim Billy. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was definitely worth doing, and uh, you know I did pick this up out of it. But you know, would I rather come home with a goddamn medal? Sure, absolutely. And I could have probably stayed and racked up a series of fucking wins in the open weight. But I'd been there. I, I didn't want at that point. Who the hell knew when that was going to start? Yeah. It was already it's fucking eight fifteen when we left, and I had no time to fucking wait around to get their shit together to do the other division. There's Is no time. You can fight the fifteen year olds. What's that? Is open weight when you can fight the fifteen year olds? Uh, not no. It's all adults, but you know, yeah. it's any weight Ooh. class. So you couldn't have fought Hunter. No, I fight Hunter on a pretty regular basis, and it's. It's, it never goes well for him. <laughs> <laughs> just shooting on the kids. Just start taking kids out like you were Brock Lesnar. Just yeah. flex yeah. the shit out of like five like, kids at a time. Like the opposite of Randy Orton's legend killer gimmick. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Take out the up-and-comers. <laughs> I spent a good 45 minutes convinced that you had died. Yeah. Because you were like... You know, should be doing this any time now. And then you and Nicole didn't. You were radio silent for like four hours. And I was like, because "He's dead, like, you guys. He died. It's, he it's, died." It was ridiculous. <laughs> and you know, and we, and you know, again, it's not. I had to keep at some point. You know, again, not planning on spending the entire fucking day. It's like, oh, I got to maintain some fucking battery life too. You know? <laughs> because we were in that gym for like eleven hours. Yeah, that's rough. It was. It was, it was too long. Too long of a day. Too fucking long. Like, like I said, the whole thing just didn't quite go as according to me, as according to plan. And then, and then, you know, it's late. I'm tired, like, a little moody, a little upset, you know, because fucking nobody likes to lose, you know. Yeah. And I saw uh, a Whataburger. I'd never been to a Whataburger before. So, fuck, fuck oh, and and you've been cutting weight, so right, yeah, you know, it's like, like time to put that back on. Exactly. I'm 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 a, I'm a, I'm a <laughs> I told, as I described my wife, I'm going to ask them for their largest servings of feelings, and I'm going to eat them. <laughs> Give me your 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 highest largest size, largest helping of feelings, please. Uh, I talked to three people in the box at Whataburger, and came no closer to being delivered food. Like they just could not get their shit together. Like. With you know, I would, but to be fair, I was thing? throwing some serious humdingers at him. Like you know, does that come with mustard and ketchup? It's it's like, it's what a burger, Tito. 
Okay. Yeah. Like, what a burger! Right, right. You know, <laughs> maybe it's deserving of such a moniker. I don't fucking know. I may never know. Well, let's 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 give them a little better for the doubt, Lee. Sometimes it's hard for us to understand you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tito just asked nine times what what it, what you said. <laughs> I thought he was saying water burger. I'm like, oh, water burger. Oh, delicious water burger. <laughs> like fucking uh, milk steak. <laughs> 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 with, he'll take his jelly beans raw. Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, denim and chicken. Eventually, I, I gave up. I, 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 I won't. I, I had a moment that reminded me not unlike my mother, where I shouted, "You know what? Fuck this shit!" into the box and just left. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I turned around and looked at my my lovely wife, who looked at me, and she knew what I had just done. And she saw the same shades of my mother as I did. And I said, we can't talk about this ever again. <laughs> you Mom, poor dear. Not known for the best treatment of fast food employees. <laughs> just, just not. You've, you've never seen a human being walk into a situation with more of a chip on their shoulder by default than my mother engaging with a fast food employee. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the fuck that's about. She has some serious issues. Well, if you start off the interaction with a little intimidation, if if they have their shit together, then they'll most likely be afraid of you and get you your stuff as quick as possible. If they don't have their shit together, they're going to fuck it up anyhow, so there's no reason... That's how they get, you get your burger spit in. Well, yeah. <laughs> but at least it's quick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Christ almighty. You oh, need to be Christ. as nice so. as possible to anybody touching your food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Exactly, yeah. They have... The fast food worker, food service workers have more power than I think we as a society are willing to give them credit for. No. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, you have a healthy, a healthy fear and respect of the fast food worker, Mahoney. That's the way it should be. Are like, it's like when you get pulled over. Like, you're just like, oh, hello, yes, yeah, sure, whatever you need. <laughs> What's you're... that? This dollar is too crinkly for you? Here, let me get you another one. <laughs> let me get you a fresh one. I don't know, Chica Hamburguesa. <laughs> <laughs> what you got, Nyes? What's happening, man? Uh, so, let's see here. Uh, this past weekend, uh, my in-laws uh, came and uh, stayed at the house for a couple days. Have they uh, ever been down? Uh no they they've come down a few okay. times the they're big on traveling they hate the Ohio weather so they come down to Florida a lot all right um, and did they, you know uh, it, did it they fuck in your sour no they did not well I don't know Probably. what about the jacuzzi not well, my yeah, shower I was gonna ask the jacuzzi not my shower no the jacuzzi is still dry so now it is. But a couple, uh, day, couple days in the sun doesn't dry anything out. You know, we we <laughs> said that we had moved into a new place, and they were like, "All right, we're coming. See you in a week." <laughs> oh Jesus! All right. <laughs> so it, it was motivation for us to kind of get the empty boxes out of the hallway and kind of get our shit together. I got Vigo hung up. You know, only took me three attempts before I got him centered and so not, happy, not it's blocking any wrong. outlets. So fucking happy. Yeah. While we were moving in, I told you this on Twitter, Lee. My dad and Mary kept making jokes about, uh, oh, yeah, where's Vigo going to go? How about in the trash? And I just kind of look at both of them with this sad puppy dog look. And I'm like, you know, 
we can find him another home if we need to. <laughs> he he has more than enough people that would be willing to take him into their home. Yeah, fuck, we, I would take it. Exactly. Would take fucking you would take him? Jose would take it? Yeah. Yeah, there, that Vigo... There, yeah, that Vigo will always have a loving home. <laughs> exactly. No, no need to threaten it with violence or, you know, uh, dumping it in the trash like a prom baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not, it's not a fucking baby picture. You don't just throw them away. Yeah, exactly. Uh, me and Mary... What's, what's Vigo? Hang on, hang on. What's Vigo? Vigo the Carpathian. I'm just picturing the guy from the Lord of the Rings movie. It's just no, hanging out no. in your house. V- uh, Vigo the Carpathian. Yeah, Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, okay. We've got the my last gig in Chicago. We, it was a print house, and you know we had some amazing technology. And you know, that's the one great thing about that place is the profits were so fucking crazy because of how much they overcharged customers. Now, they didn't give a fuck what we printed. Like you know, that's where all the Pop Rocks logos came from, and all the signs <laughs> and shit like that. You know, and Pottoberfest one year. I know. I think it was Jose. It was like, hey, if I <laughs> this big ass Vigo. Can you print it? I said, fuck yeah. Yeah. We found <laughs> a high-res file of it on the internet. And I mean, it, it, it may as well be like the production file from the movie. Like, it's yeah. that high-res and that beautiful. And so we printed it on, on vinyl, and it's like eight feet tall. <laughs> yep. Shit, it may be eight feet wide by 12 feet tall. It's fucking huge. No, it's 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 between seven and eight foot tall, because I measured it a few damn times to get okay, it on the wall. Okay, okay. Yeah, no, it's, it's the walls tall. are only you know nine and three quarters feet tall. So, point being, Kelly, it's a fucking centerpiece in a room. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and little did I know when I got together with Mary, but Vigo is essentially her Pennywise the clown. Oh, yeah. So uh. she was. She's never a big fan of Vigo, but when we moved into the new house, I'm. I'm trying to figure out where to put him. I'm like, uh, he might be able to fit in my office. He might be able to fit in like the guest bedroom. or I mean, he might be able to fit in the dining room. And Mary says, yeah, let's put him in the dining room. I'm like, you sure about that? You don't really like Vigo. She's like, well, you know, he's he's part of our home now. But then she added on to the end of it. But I do reserve the right to change my mind at any time. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's kind of the way our marriage works. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. So yeah, one day, sure. one day you're gonna come home and Vito's Vigo's gonna be uh, under the bed. Hey, <laughs> I'd prefer that to Vito being under my bed. <laughs> <laughs> you just lay down to go to bed, and he's like, "Hey, hey, have you pre-ordered Stray Three yet?" <laughs> <laughs> That's worse than when the Joker said he slept under Commissioner Gordon's bed. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, but. In in our downtime, you know, the two hours between when Mary gets home from work and when she finally passes out, we've been alternating between the last season of Parks and Rec on Hulu and the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt on Netflix, which uh, we love I both of those. do not care for the unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Really? Yeah, well, we watched on two episodes. That other guy. <laughs> I really wanted to, man. I wanted to like it. And, and you know, we watched two episodes. And I'm like, okay, maybe the pilot just isn't that funny. But, like... I made it through the second episode just stone-faced as fuck. Like, it just did not make me laugh. You got to get to the third, fourth episode, and it picks up. Okay. Maybe we'll go back to it. But it's, I, I, I'm, you know, it's one of those things where everybody apparently fucking loves it. And I'm like, what? I'm, I got to be missing something. Because <laughs> I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't, like, fall in love with it with the first episode. I, I'm, I'm up to the sixth episode now. 
and it gets the the Spider Man episode is hysterical. Yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was I was planning on pulling a sound clip from the Spider Man episode for the podcast tonight, but I never got around to it. Uh, there's there's an, a running gag in one of the episodes where there's Spider Man the musical, <laughs> <laughs> and there's they they keep replacing actors because they all die or get into accidents. <laughs> But it, it's a it's a fun show. I mean, it is at times it's not really laugh out loud funny, but I, I think I think it's quaint. It's 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 weird, but it also has a has a good heart to it. Uh, but I tell you what, I did watch that I know Lee watched and did not enjoy, but I really liked it. Was the premiere episode of Powers? I kind of yeah. wish I had a PlayStation to watch the rest of it, but. Yeah, I, I'm gonna watch. If we get done in time here, I'm gonna watch another one tonight and kind of see what's up. Like, I didn't actively dislike it. Like, I liked it more than I liked, you know, the premiere episode of Constantine. I definitely liked it more than I liked the first episode or two of Arrow. And I, you know, I I don't really know from the book. And it had a, a a boy's feel to it, which I liked. I don't know if the if the book kind of has that same kind of feel to it. Yeah, I don't know. It's just they. I don't. I don't believe any of those people is the thing. Like, <laughs> now, Lee, did you read the book at all? Oh yeah. I've never read a power. I've always wanted to, but I've never read an issue of Powers. No, I've read uh, the first. I have the first uh, big four, like uh, maybe three. I have the first big three uh, hardcover collections that they did. Um, I like it. Like it's not like you know. Like I said, I have three of the hardcovers. I think five of them are out. Like it's not something that I actively love, you know. Um, but I do like it, you know. And I definitely like the concept. And maybe that's one taking away from the show too is that. There's definitely some cool meat on that bone. Like, there's some neat stuff they can do. But it just looked, and, you know, I think Nye's kind of, you would agree with me, like, it looks and feels like an like a pretty well-done fan film. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and when you said that, I was like, you fucking nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it just, you know, there's just not a whole lot of polish to it. Because, and, you know, like, one, actually, I think there's a lot of polish to it. Too, like, too much polish <clears throat> to the point where... That that's what makes it feel like a fan film to me. Like too much polish on the shots and the sets and the acting and Well the shots are kinda like I kinda like the way they shot it, but like the I don't believe any of the actors, man. Like this what they the guy that they got playing Christian, like I don't buy that that dude was ever a fucking superhero. And you know, and the chick that plays Dina looked like she's sixteen years old. Like they just I don't buy them. I don't buy any of them. Like and I don't know. Well, and, you, you know, this... you, I know the Christian char- Christian Walker character in the book is more of a like a Superman archetype, the body type. Uh, was is the book to the TV show? Are the superhero alter egos the same name, or what is it? It's uh, well, so far, yeah, like he's he was Diamond, Diamond, but uh, Zora was an established hero. In the books, so like you know, she, he, she, and and Christian already had a, a history, you know. So the fact that she's this kind of wannabe chick is is kind of a new thing. I don't mind them deviating from the source material at all. Like you know, that's fine. But 
I don't know. I just, I just did not love it. And if they could have only said powers maybe 10 or 12 more times, <laughs> maybe I would have liked it. I don't think they said it nearly enough in the show. Oh, but uh, another tweet of yours, which I totally identified with, was when Eddie Izzard says, how does it feel? And then orgies, oh, fucking Ooh, Blue yeah. Monday kicks oh, in. Man. And I'm like, like, oh, my God, it is 1999 all over again. And like, oh, man, and like, and I'm not saying like, you know, look, I, I think a, a great deal of uh, gentlemen from my generation fucking rock that candy ass album quite a lot. Yeah, I, I like that record. <laughs> but, you but know, it's 2015. It's 2015. <laughs> and that's it's a little fucking on the nose. <laughs> But I think Eddie Izzard as the like the whole prison scene with Eddie Izzard that I think that was one of the coolest parts. Yeah, where it, had, it had stuff, it had moments. They have uh, to constantly it. give him lobotomies, and he keeps regenerating from it. That's just cool stuff there, and I, I hope that they come correct. But like you know, it's it's a different time. Like if this was five years ago, you know? Like, if, if the only fucking thing we had to compare it to was something like maybe Smallville, you know? Like, oh, this fucking powers are the shit. But, you know, if you're gonna do a superhero show nowadays, like, you really need to come correct on, you know, get some fucking costume designers that you look like they know what the fuck they're doing. Like, the Trip Hammer costume is ridiculous. They only showed it in one frame, thank God. I think if we see that guy moving in it, I may pee my pants from laughter. It looks ridiculous. You know, got throw a little fucking money at it, or maybe I don't know. Maybe that's because it's on limited budget. I don't know. But I'm, if this was the pilot that turned into FX, I would have passed on it too. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> but it's it's okay. It's okay. And I wanted it to be great. And maybe maybe it'll get great because people are tweeting about it. So they didn't like it. But you know, I really hope that at some point somebody asks Christian to go through that red door and let him know that you know next Monday they're supposed to paint it black. And they fucking kick in some Rolling Stones for the transition scene to really kind of drive the point home. <laughs> oh, that's crazy. Oh, what, what else you got, man? What else you got? <clears throat> Is there a delay? I don't know. Hope not. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> you you were on the ball right there, but when I said that's all I got, and you're like, <clears throat> like oh, we didn't hear you say. I didn't hear you say I, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Say that oh, either. My bad. Did you just uh, did you just fucking guzman your microphone? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's up? What's happening, Kelly? Uh, not much. This past Friday, I spent the day with my lady friend. We caught up on the Flash and went to a Ring of Honor show. That was is fun. That, uh, is that code for sex? Catching up on the Flash? <laughs> oh no, it's not. It's not that. That's not the Flash. We did watch the Flash though. <laughs> it's really but, good. Uh, you can read all the details about that Ring of Honor show uh, tomorrow on the site. I have a report going up. Cool. Uh, but yeah, we caught up on the Flash, saw Ring of Honor. Um, last Tuesday, I learned when you're telling stories not to use first names around Mahoney. Because <laughs> <laughs> that can only go poorly. I have yet to tell my friend that he is a one of Mahoney's memes now. <laughs> Fuck you, Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> Did no, he find him? Yeah, he found him on Facebook and is now using a picture of him as, as one of his various reaction photos. <laughs> <laughs> He's like on a bathroom floor with a dog. <laughs> so that every one of your friends named Ryan be like, what the fuck, Kelly? 
Welcome to the club, Brian. Welcome to the club. <laughs> I don't know how to tell him. <laughs> like, I was talking about that with, with Jordan on Friday. I was like, how do I tell Ryan that he became one of Mahoney's memes? Like, how do you break that to a person? How do you explain who Mahoney is, first of all? <laughs> it's like someone getting into comics. There's a lot of backstory there you gotta know first. <laughs> There's a lot of continuity that comes along with the Mahoney meme. <laughs> uh, I'm... Uh, next time I see him, it'll be a good long story. <laughs> You're going to grab a stool for this one. <laughs> You're going to want to take a seat. And... You remember any pictures you took with a dog in a bathroom? You take, do? Take okay, a knee, good. buddy. Take a knee. <laughs> remember that time that dog sat on you and you were pointing at it and you were laying on a bathroom floor? Yeah. It's being used every time someone says the word bathroom in a tweet now. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yes, he's a husband and a father. Oh. <laughs> well, trust me, I can tell you from personal experience that that means nothing. You're not off limits. No. There is a reason why there's so few pictures of me on the internet. <laughs> Don't challenge him, Kelly. <laughs> you hear that, no, I'm not. You hear I'm that? not. I'm just saying I'm, I keep my shit tight for, for a reason. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't go posting pictures willy-nilly of you climbing a tree like Kerouac. <laughs> what the fuck was he thinking? What the fuck was he thinking? Man, does, if, does Mahoney have Snapchat? Because I feel like that would be awful for anyone involved. <laughs> but now Maybe he will. Maybe I'm an old dude, but I don't know the fuck that thing's for. Snapchat is where you can send dick pics to people, but they erase, right? Oh, right, yeah, I think yeah so. that's right. They self-destruct. Yeah, dick pics that are not forever, which is the way I think God meant them to be. Yeah. But, you know, like, everyone has, like, screen capture and snipping tool and can fucking... Well, then, that's you being an asshole and not fucking use Snapchat right. That's yeah. not obeying the social contract of Snapchat. Yeah, something tells me that Snapchat users don't give a fuck. No, probably, probably not. My chat roulette, the sexual deviance. Oh, oh, hold on, hold on. Wait. <laughs> Actress Raven Simone defends Univision anchor who compared Michelle Obama to Planet of the Apes. <laughs> oh, no. What? <laughs> that what? is not very <laughs> Raven. <laughs> oh. That is entirely Raven. Oh no. <laughs> okay. Now, okay, okay. Now, now granted, there are I mean, we context is that it means a lot, guys. <laughs> but I'm trying to think of any context that makes that okay and I'm coming up with a uh, not a lot. Michelle Obama is as rad as uh ah. an ape riding around with a machine gun on a horse. You guys fucking see that Planet movie? It was really fucking cool. Like it was, it was just as cool as First Lady Michelle Obama. Easy. Remember how we used to say shit was Bendis? Maybe he was saying something was <laughs> Michelle Obama. Planet <laughs> uh, man, that shit was Michelle Obama. <laughs> Raven Simone, in response to this Univision anchor, uh, what is his name? Rodney Figueroa, who compared her to Planet of the Apes. <clears throat> Raven Simone says. I don't think he was saying it racist. Not Michelle Obama. Michelle, don't fire me from this right now. But some people do look like animals, she added. Oh, Jesus. No. 
No. <laughs> that would have been any worse if she was writing for DC Comics. Jeez. Oh, thank you, Facebook trending news. <laughs> Christ. Moving I can't on. Imagine so I'm, I'm bracing myself here, Tito. What the fuck happened to you this week? Oh, is Kelly done? Oh, yeah, I don't really have it. I, I beat Pokemon X. That's the only other exciting thing I did. That is yeah. fucking amazing. We did it, oh, Japan. Oh, ooh, ooh, I thought of something else I did just before the show. I watched the horrible episode of Poke- of uh, Power Rangers in Space where the Ninja Turtles guest starred. Oh, oh I forgot about that's that. That's a thing? That's a yeah, thing? Yeah. It's awful. Because, Tito, if you, don't, if you don't know, the Ninja Turtles actually had a live-action Ninja Turtles TV show that I think lasted two seasons. It was called The Next Mutation. And it was, you know, produced by the same people that produced the Power Rangers. So they did a fucking crossover episode eventually. Yeah, did Holy a crossover. Crap, I had no idea with... about that. What's that? I had no idea that was a thing. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, it's horrible. Like, like really, it makes the it, it makes the Turtle Suit and Ninja Turtles three look like the Turtle Suit and Ninja Turtles one. <laughs> yeah, it really does. The Venus de Milo costume freaks me out. There, that. Like I don't like it. <laughs> no, no, that that shit inspired an entire generation of Rule Thirty Four right there. It really but, just weirds me out. They should just go the whole way and just give her fucking pussy lips on her shell. They may as well. <laughs> they, it's one step away from that, honestly. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> it's pretty rough. <laughs> so what, what's going on, Tito? Okay, so in the span of seven days, less than seven days, actually. I found out that a little, uh, sometime later this year, sometime between July and September, my the plant where I currently work at will be closing. Oh shit! Ooh, that sucks. And man. then my favorite uncle passed away. Jesus! So, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, other living uncles. <laughs> <laughs> oh. No, they're all. He, he was the. He was the. The. Uh, he was my father's oldest brother, so he was like the patriarch of the family. So, um, so yes, yeah, so that was uh, it. Was kind of a rough week for me. I'm, no I'm kidding, be, man. To be honest with you, I'm taking the the job thing more in stride because I think. I mean, I don't want to sound overconfident, but I think I'll be okay with the company. I'm in. I'm in pretty good standing. That's nice um, that. Yeah, but uh, just the uh, the uncle thing was it was kind of tough because it kind of brought back all the stuff. With my my dad was the first one from the family to pass away, so here's number two and. I've taken a look at a couple of my other uncles, and things aren't looking too bright in the future. <laughs> but um, the cool thing—I don't know if it's a cool thing—but the the good thing about it is to my brother. I got to see my brother again, even though the last time I saw him was for another death. Yeah. So, so he's having his first kid in August. So we're making plans for that because I said the next time I see you, I don't want it to be you know around somebody dying. And where's he at? He lives in Milwaukee. Yeah, his chubby brother lives in Milwaukee. <laughs> I was waiting for nice. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he lives in South Milwaukee. Right on. So something tells me that's the bad neighborhood. Um, that could be worse. Kelly, okay. Eh, it could be South Chicago. South Chicago is the bad part. Now, now he said he says he's he's like an hour's drive outside of Chicago. Hmm. Is that correct, Kelly? Not in South Milwaukee. Um. Not. Yeah. No. Because he he flew out of O'Hare. Well, in that case, maybe he's like in a a suburb. Yeah, if you live in Milwaukee, no way. Only a crazy person yeah. would go to O'Hare. 
No. If you're that no, close you just to the got a, you just got a Mitchell. Yeah, well, which is well, I, way fucking better airport. So I don't know where exactly he lives. I know he's he he said it takes an hour for him to drive to O'Hare. Yeah, okay, no, he's yeah. not from Milwaukee. Then that's more like what, like Kenosha? <laughs> yeah, that fucking sounds about right. Actually, fake Milwaukee geek girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> Probably so, doesn't so my, even know it's Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> <laughs> because he's actually, he said that he might drive down for C two E two just to be cool. hang out oh, for nice. a little bit. That'd be real nice. That's in like five weeks, you guys. I know. Yeah. Jesus Christ. You know what's cool about this C2E2? We've already done our one pre-show C2E2 video for this year. So pretty much all we're going to have... I've got this BookCon video that I'm working on right now. And then we'll probably have to do a ReadPop Supply Co. video for all the C2E2 exclusives. But it means that we're not going to be editing videos until the time we... uh, leave for the airport so that's fucking awesome that is awesome i'm stoked oh awesome so you guys won't be stuck in the editing bay all night like, oh no no no. we'll still we'll still be editing you know at the show because okay. we still have to do the daily videos but yeah but even then that's not that process not like it's been incredibly streamlined. oh yeah absolutely but we're not gonna have to crunch up until we leave yeah. for c2e2 awesome nicole says you mean we get to hang out this year i, go, I think we get to hang out this year <laughs> <laughs> hey we got to hang out last year we did we did we did yeah, uh, we've promised Mahoney cake shakes this year. Um, you, fuck, you didn't only promise Mahoney cake well, shakes, you promised me cake shakes. Maho- <laughs> we promise you too, Tito. I'm on the fucking show, he's not catered to me, goddammit. We promise you too, Tito, but Mahoney is a, much more of a delicate flower about it. He was heart- heartbroken when he found out that he didn't get a cake shake. <laughs> Let me know when these cake shakes are going down. Probably, hopefully Friday. Friday's cake shake date. Cake shake date, everybody. We've I'll basically made Friday our first C2E2 plan that it involves cake shake. <laughs> Fuck yeah, if it's Friday night, I'll be there. I, I've, as as Tito was going through his stuff with his uncle and stuff, he was, we were kind of talking, and he was telling us about how his brother hadn't seen the Avengers or, uh, you know, Captain Absolutely. America Winter Soldier or Guardians of the Galaxy. So he fucking sat him down and force-fed him all the Marvel movies. Oh, that was cool. <laughs> yep. I was like, I can't, I can't in good standing let you go back home and <laughs> not watch these movies. We're family. Yeah. I said I felt like I, fa- I felt like I failed you as an older brother. <laughs> you have to sit down and you have to watch these. And I already have my tickets for Avengers Two set, so I'm ready for that. Yep. Yeah, Nicole keeps saying we got time, but I don't want to keep fucking around. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't want I just don't want assholes to spoil it. I I normally I'm not a first day the movie comes out sort of guy. Like I'll wait till a Sunday, you know, something like that. Yeah, but that, I, that's nice. It's nice to be able to you know take it easy and go see it at your own leisure. But it's a different. It's a new day. And not that shitty WWE New Day. <laughs> New Day. People are terrible. Oh man, you clapping? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> you can. Well, I hear about your uh, uncle. Yeah, that's, that's that's a bummer. Um, Ed, I'm in. To be honest with you, I'm in decent spirits over the whole thing. I mean, it's, it's tough to to go through it. Um, but you know, it, I'm okay. I'm good. It reminds me, like, it just, you know, whenever I hear something like that, somebody having, like, a legitimate, you know, upsetting kind of moment with family, it just reminds me how 
weird and fucked up and broken my family is. <laughs> I'm trying to think of. I think I'm. <laughs> I have a lot of uncles, you guys. I think I would actually be legitimately bummed out if I heard about one of them dying. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'll not say which one it is because that might be hurtful. <laughs> they, they, all, all five, there's five brothers, my father being the youngest. Um, they were a pretty tight-knit group. Like, my the oldest uncle, the one who just passed away, he's the one who left Puerto Rico for New York first and kind of, like, paved the way for the rest sure. of them to come. yeah, yeah, yeah. And my dad, you know, my dad looked up to him. He was, you know, the way you look up to your older brother in some, in a lot of cases. And my dad really looked up to him. He helped out my brother, my my dad a lot when my dad was sick. So it was, uh, damn, it was tough to see him go. Well, we fucking okay, love you, Tito. Straight about it, though. that's good. Thank you, guys. Yeah, dude. Sorry. And at uh, on on a positive note, they didn't fucking make him stand in the corner at his own funeral. So. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he didn't have to wear a Green Lantern costume either. <laughs> I was gonna say, I was, I was gonna say I, w- I would sweep his legs, but he was a w- double amputee, so that wasn't gonna be possible. <laughs> <laughs> and then I made a joke to my cousin, his his daughter. I said he should, she should ask if she gets a discount on the coffin since he's gonna take up less space. <laughs> How did she take that? She laughed. She laughed because her father had the same sense of humor. When he, when her father, when my uncle got his first leg amputated, he 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 asked the doctor if he could have the leg because he wanted to mount it over his sofa. <laughs> she had a very similar sense of humor. I think you got you. That's 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 the right attitude to have about it. Honestly, he didn't get to keep the leg, did he? No, no, they didn't let oh. him keep the leg. <laughs> Yeah, you can't, they won't let me keep my fucking teeth they pulled out. What? Really? Yeah, I got, or maybe or maybe Nicole just forgot to ask him. Or maybe she intentionally didn't ask him because she didn't want to bring him home. Point being, I asked her to give me my fucking teeth and they didn't come home with me. <laughs> she didn't the want truth, you wearing a fucking tooth ne- necklace. I'm not, I don't know what the truth is there, but I don't have my fucking teeth. <laughs> I want to keep all my original parts. Oh, boy. R.I.P. Tito's uncle. Thanks a lot, guys. It's, uh, I don't believe we have any mail. Shame on all of you people. Oh. Uh, you should email us, uh, podcast at panelsonpages.com, or I'll leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. If you do, we'll play them shits on the air like we do every time we can. Uh, yeah, in the meantime, there's nothing else. Let's fucking take us a break because I need a drink. Well, we got uh, uh, Travis Fowler in the chat right now who his wife is currently – Getting ready to have their first child, Gavin. So congrats hey, to them. Congrats, he, he, he tried to call in uh, <laughs> to the show, but couldn't get through on the number. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> was the, uh, seriously, we've had that number for a long at Nobody ever gave a shit about it until this week. Yeah, yeah. Jose <laughs> did the same thing. Like, can I call in? No. Hello. Travis. Hello. Yay. What's up, guys? Thank you. You know, we're not having a baby. What what you doing? Yeah, it's you know, typical Tuesday night in the Fowler household, listening to the podcast, having a baby in five hours, you know. <laughs> just run of the mill Tuesday night, guys. Just another Tuesday. Exactly. <laughs> so is she currently giving birth to your child or is she done? Um, no. She um we are they have to give her this cream to 
Uh, I thought you already gave the cervix. Well, oh. I did. I did. Hey. I, I did. <laughs> we uh, we we had to be induced because she had uh, gestational diabetes. So ah. currently, she is uh, one and a half millimeters dilated. So we've got a long way to go. But you're, kind of, but you're in the shit nonetheless. It's happening. Oh yeah, we're 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 in the trenches right now. She's asleep, so uh, they're going back in a little after midnight to do a second like loosening cream, and then at four, uh, pitocin. And so when everybody wakes up in the morning, um, I might be a dad. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> <They're> truly- <laughs> Disgusting, terrible procedure. I hope it goes well. It's like Christmas morning. Okay. A question for for the two dads here. Now, Travis, this is this is your first or your second? This is our first. Oh, okay. So I uh, so Lee, you could chime in on here too. Do you guys look on the other side of the equator while she's giving birth? Oh God, no. Oh, <laughs> I, I've already been strict given strict marching orders to stay north of the border. Well, see, well, Nicole had C-sections, too. The first one was, uh, we, we made a deal not to do that ever because it's terrible. But we had an emergency C-section with Zoe and a very scheduled C-section with Jax. So now, I had no, no intention of going south of the border, so to speak. But when we had Zoe, they pulled her out. Like, oh, when do you want to go see her and all that stuff? I'm like, uh, yeah, it was a very, very frustrating, uh, scary kind of fucking moment. And I, you know, headed over towards the baby and i could not have possibly been any more fucking tunnel vision focused but nevertheless out of the corner of my eye i saw what very much appeared to be a pile of guts on the table next to me <laughs> oh. i was like, uh. <laughs> like yeah i'm uh, look? i'm i'm a little squeamish i uh you know er and dexter those types of shows i get a little squeamish so uh when the when the mirror pops out or comes up i'm i'm just I'd, mirror, I, you know, mirror. Oh yeah, there's going mirror? to be a mirror, a mirror, to where she can watch it. Why? Who's supposed to watch that? I mean, it's the miracle of birth. No, I, it's I don't. That's disgusting. <laughs> I I agree. I'm. Who uh, wants to watch this shit go completely destroyed? I like I that? gotta say, I gotta say, I kind of want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the same way. I think I want to watch. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. We uh we we took birthing classes a couple weeks back and they showed all these videos and I you know you're watching these videos and the next thing you realize is this lady is going to you're going to watch this lady give birth. So I made it to third base with three women like I've never seen in my life and I've seen everything. So I I I'm, I'm staying north of the border with my wife. <laughs> Yeah, you, you you don't want that. You don't want well, that. You yeah. made the right call. I think above all, you respect the 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 wife's decision. So exactly. Fuck that. And like if Nicole been like, I really want you to see. I'm like, get fucked. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> no. I wanna. Yeah, I don't think anyone is gonna be like, no, you you have to watch Lee. <laughs> so I'm not respecting the goddamn thing. <laughs> right. It's. It's it's terrifying down there, and once that starts happening, like it's going to be the size of a bagel, guys. Ten centimeters is the size of the the circumference of the outside of the bagel. Lee probably understands us because he's a dad and all, but like I don't want to see that. I mean, yeah. I'm proud, but not like bagel proud. <laughs> 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 uh, 
Fucking hashtag bagel proud. Hashtag oh, not bagel proud. Write that in there too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Well, so yeah, that's man. I'm happy for you. Thank you. It's uh, it's a weird feeling, but it's it's awesome nonetheless. You know, she's resting now, and I'm trying to keep my nerves together because I'm a, I'm the coach, and so if I lose my shit, she's gonna lose her shit. So it's unacceptable. Now, yeah. are you going to give her, are you going to be the rah-rah coach, or are you going to be the comforting uh, sort Ooh. of guy? Like, Do you know what approach works best for her? Um, like, do, are you going to scream at her, come on, you fucking pussy, push! <laughs> <laughs> it's only Maybe. the circumference of a bagel. <laughs> right. No, um, it's uh, the, the comforting. She She's going to want comfort. She is already... We walked around the mall a little bit before we checked in, and uh, so contractions were already starting a little bit. And we were in the middle of the mall, and she goes, "Can I just have a hug? Because this is getting worse." So I'm gonna have to be the the, the, the comforting coach. Like, there's no Mickey or Cup. Well, I hope there's not a Cup, man. This could get real bad. Oh but, Jesus! <laughs> but yeah, I'm gonna be the comforting one, and and just keep her focused. You know. Eye to eye contact. You can do this. You've you've made it this far. So sounds like you you got it covered, man. We, we I, best of luck to you in in I your next it, few hours. Uh, you guys, uh, I mean, I know I'm not in the chat every week, but you guys, you guys all rock. Everybody, Kelly, Tito, uh, Lee, Jason, Jose, because Jose, if you're listening, <laughs> I mean. Uh, I don't know, but Jose blowjobs. I, I'm learning this whole thing about blowjobs now because you know there's no sex, and you're right, buddy. Blowjobs, get to know him. Go. Good man, good man, or better yet, great woman. Great, woman. right? Good for right. her. Right. Yeah. And we don't have to worry about her getting pregnant with blowjobs, guys. Seriously. There you go. Give it up for blowjobs, everybody. <laughs> Give it up. Lifetime Achievement Award. <laughs> Congratulations, I'm very happy for you. Thank you, thank you. But well, guys, have a good show. I appreciate the uh, let me call in, have a play by little bit of play by play. So midnight's the next round, and then you know egg McMuffins and babies in the morning. I guess. All um, right. Get some rest like right. Can, man. Hashtag not bagel proud. <laughs> Travis. Yes, sir. Travis, this, this is what you got to do. You need to go and find somewhere, and you need to take your final shit. Because this is it. It's over. He's not wrong. <laughs> like my last quiet. peaceful shit? There, yep. There'll be no more. Yeah. There'll be hands like, under the door. and No, like the last time that you're like, oh, I think I have to go to the bathroom. I think I'll go ahead and do that. That's done. You don't get to decide when you go to the bathroom anymore. Oh, man. No, he's right. Yeah. It's... I guarantee you, they didn't tell you that in birthing class. <laughs> no, no, they told me none of that. Next thing oh, you know, yeah. you're going to have a 320-pound guy on top of you, and you're going to almost <laughs> shit your pants. <laughs> just saying. I'm just going to spend the next four hours in the bathroom, guys. Gee, no. hold on. Mahoney, <laughs> it's, just, it's just doing chores and not going to the bathroom when you want to. All right, Mahoney, uh, were you do. north of the equator or south of the equator? No, see, I don't believe Lee for a second. Well, unless I think he said Nicole maybe had a C-section. I don't know. Sweet but one. 
you you can want to stay north of the equator all you want, but you're going to eventually have to look or just it's just going to happen and you're going to see it and it's going to look like a murder scene and you're going to feel terrible about that. Oh, uh, ooh, I do have a question before before I head off. Did you guys cut the umbilical cord? Because I've no, been asked. No, and that. I'm, okay, <laughs> thank you. Because I'm kind uh, of I like... With, I didn't get a chance to with Zoe because it was kind of an emergency thing. Uh, but I did get to cut Jax's. How, how was it? Like... Fucking weird. <laughs> Great. What it's, I cutting, said. it's cutting into a live thing. And, yeah. like, the blood that falls out of it is the blackest blood you've ever seen. Oh. But, like... I'm not going to fuck up my kid's belly button for the rest of their life just because no, I don't no, know no, how to No, no, no. You cut it like fucking like – they cut it again. It was like a foot out. Yeah, you so cut like, it like a ceremonial like, ribbon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah it wasn't for no, function. No, that's what they tell you to do. <laughs> but in, in the heat of the moment, who knows what happened? <laughs> right. I don't know if I trust myself with scissors. And then the next and, thing that I found out with this whole umbilical cord thing – they're going to attach the baby monitor to his umbilical cord so he can't be stolen. Like, it's not a toe tag. It's an umbilical cord. Yeah, yeah. They put that shit on the stump. So what if I cut below that and then, like, my baby's still Like, this is just – this could be terrible. So I don't know yeah. how I feel about this right no, now. You leave, so there's a big you leave question anything mark. That involves, anything that involves cutting a piece of your baby off of your own baby, you leave to a professional. <laughs> yeah, the, like, the scissors they give you, like, they're pretty fucking sharp scissors, but they don't tell you, again, they don't tell you how, like, spongy and hard it is. Like, it's, oh. it, 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 it yeah. took a couple couple squeezes. Yeah. Is it like the consistency the of an egg roll? Plastic knife. No, it's oh. softer than that. It's, it's, it's kind of like a thick sponge. Okay. All right. It's like a loofah. Yeah, right. like a loofah. Oh. I mean, I, I got things to think about now. I'm taking my last dump. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but life lessons sure, this tonight. Is this is key. Make sure you take that dump when you want to, because that's okay. the part you'll never get to. Do He's again. right. He's totally right. I hadn't thought about it. He is completely fucking right. Who tells you you can poop now? You life. You just life. Can't. Yeah, yeah. You got. You got to fucking pick your moments. Things that have to happen, Kelly. You're on a routine and a schedule. There's things that have to happen. No time for pooping. No, that's what work is for. Ooh, good. Duly noted. But all right, gents, I am. Uh, I'm gonna head back in. Thank you for the call. Thank you for everything. And Kelly and Mahoney, I didn't want to leave you out from thanks to you guys. All rock. So uh, good luck to you and the missus. Yes, best of luck. Thank you, dude. And uh, hopefully we can him. distract you with some stories of uh, the internet being terrible. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Father's coming it. up. Fucking batting down the hatches. <laughs> Will do. All right. Thanks, guys. Later, man. See See ya. Is he gone? He's gone. Having a baby is so fucking terrible, you guys. (laughs) (laughs) A bagel. Babies are the having a baby is the fucking worst. Hashtag not bagel bagel. proud. No, the best thing about babies is that they grow up. The when he said, you know, we were talking about the bagel part, and he was say, saying ten centimeters. I was kind of eyeballing that with my fingers. I was like, okay, what's ten centimeters looking like? And then he, he when he was like, she's dilated a millimeter and a half. I'm like, how do they? How do they even know that? <laughs> like, what is it? Just kind of like, is it, it just be. blowing just a little breeze at you? That a millimeter and a half. 
Not God a lot. Damn bagel. Seem like a lot. Cutty's stuck on the bagel. Fuck yeah, it's stuck on the bagel. <laughs> That's huge. The human body is an amazing thing, man. Like God, it really is. Imagine if our dicks did that. No. Well, I mean, <laughs> Tito's does. <laughs> Tito oh, can just Christ. piss grapefruit-sized kidney stones all he wants. He doesn't feel anything. <laughs> it's funny. I don't know what how the conversation was brought up this past weekend when we were hanging out with the in-laws, but at one point I said to Mary, I'm like, you know, I I will respect your opinion as a woman, as a wife, as a and as a mother, but I honestly don't think you'll be able to do a natural childbirth without drugs because you you're really not a huge fan of pain. And she agreed with me, so we're on the same page there. Yeah, no no need to be a fucking hero about it. Yeah, like Give me some society. Give me some real reasons as to why not to use drugs during a birth. Nicole and, was real fucking pigheaded about it, and she didn't do uh, drugs for like sixteen hours, and then she had to. Yeah. So she was just super fucking pissed. She didn't do it eighteen hours earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So she went through those 16 hours of pain for, for nothing because it eventually yeah, had to really take the drugs. Really, like, nothing. Like, not, not like in a way that, oh, all well, for nothing. No, like, it was really all for nothing. Like, I take bare back and body pain in the morning just so I'm not sore later. Fucking take the drugs, lady. <laughs> You're shitting out a human. Front pooping yeah. a baby. <laughs> <laughs> The miracle of life no, is truly disgusting, you guys. And and who are you proving anything to by by taking the pain and doing it naturally? I mean, I don't know. I I think one of the things that I've heard is you know if you use drugs during the birth, then it you know it maybe it causes birth defects to the baby. It makes them fucking stoners right off the bat. I don't know. Well, you know, everything causes birth defects. You listen to a baby doctor. That's right. So. Fucking t- t- take the drugs. <laughs> Let's take a break. I'm going to go to the bathroom and uh, <laughs> hey, drink. Because my, my kids are both asleep, which means I get to poop now because I want to. <laughs> sleep, it's okay, Travis. That's, that's the trick. Drug them if you got to. So, yeah. Uh, this is a song that I picked because it's St. Patrick's Day. So, enjoy this. Love you. Bye. Break! Gather round ye lads and lasses, set ye for a while And hearken to me mournful tale about the Emerald Isle Let's all raise our glasses high to friends and family gone And lift our voices in another Irish drinking song Consumption took me mother and me father got the pox Me brother drank the whiskey till he wound up in a box Me other brother in the troubles met with his demise me sister has forever closed her smiling Irish eyes. Now everybody's died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. 
Kenny was killed in Kilkenny and Claire she died in Clare. Tip and Tipperary died out in the dead year. Shannon jumped into the river, Shannon back in June. Ernie fell into the urn and Tom is in the tomb. Cleanliness is godliness, me Uncle Pat would sing. He broke his neck a slipping on a bar of Irish bing. Oh, Grady, he was 80, though his bride was just a pup. He died upon the honeymoon when she got his Irish up. Now everybody died, so until our tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then go drinking once again. Joe Murphy fought with Riley near the cliffs of Old Denis. He took out his shillelagh and he stabbed him in spleen. Where crazy Uncle Mike thought he was a leprechaun, but in fact he's just a leopard and his arms and legs are gone. When Timmy Johnson broke his neck, it was a crying shame. He wasn't really Irish, but he went to Notre Dame. McNamara crossed the street and by a bus was he. But he was just a Scotsman, so nobody gave a shit. Oh. Now everybody's died, so until my tears are dried, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. And Uncle Brendan tried to drive him from the bar The road rose up to meet him when he fell out of his car Irony was what befell me great-grand-uncle Sam He choked upon the very last potato in the land Connor lived in Ulster Town, he used to smuggle arms Until the British killed him and cut off his lucky charms And dear old father Flanagan, who left the Lord's employ Drunk on sacramental wine beneath the altar boy Now everybody's died, so until my tears are dry We'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up and then we'll drink in once again Someday soon I'll leave this world of pain and toil and sin. The Lord will take me by the hand to join all of me kin. Me only wish is when the Savior comes for me and you. He kills the cast of Riverdance and Michael Flatley too. Now everybody's died, so until my tears are dry, we'll drink and drink and drink and drink and then we'll drink some more. We'll dance and sing and fight until the early morning light, then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. Then we'll throw up, pass up, wake up, and then we'll drink in once again. Ripped Apparel is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something-something, they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com. Click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark. Check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panelsonpage.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And get you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag. 
cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I don't think I noticed until now in that commercial Legos. Uh, yeah, limited edition t-shirts that are available for only 24 hours. And then he goes, that's a single day. <laughs> that's what happens when you don't write down your copy first. I loved it. In addition to the fucking rad t-shirts, they have, um, I don't know if this is a temporary thing or what, but they launched uh, last week um, Ripped Records. And it, they're 12 by 12 album cover prints. Um, and they're mashups. They're album cover mashups of famous album covers using like nerdy characters and stuff. Right? Yeah, it's pretty fucking cool, man. Like they got one that's uh, uh, it's Vegeta from the side, and it's uh, Prince the hits. Saying Prince the hits uh, slash DB sides. That's pretty. They're very reasonably priced too. They're fucking cool. They're pretty neat. I loved my ripped shirts. There's one that's, uh, um, what the fuck's her name? The chick that's become Sailor Moon when she's not Sailor Moon, she's in a little Sailor outfit. Uh, and looks at the Taylor Swift album. It has SM1992 on it. <laughs> <laughs> There's some pretty clever ones, actually. One that looks like a yellow submarine, but it's uh, the Planet Express ship. Nice. There are some pretty fucking neat ones, and they're very reasonably priced. As are their shirts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Good times. I kind of wanted that Wayne's World Jurassic Park mashup. It was just, it's just the Jurassic Park logo with Wayne and Garth in side profile, and it says Wayne's World instead of Jurassic Park. But I did just get my Jurassic Park Hakuna Matata mashup, and, and that one was much more well done than the Wayne's yeah. World one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Let's uh, talk about the news. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it bagel. Okay. Do it anyway. <laughs> do it live. I can don't write it and we'll do it live. I don't want to. <laughs> you can't make me Lee Rodriguez. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for March 17th, 2015. The Killing Joke-inspired variant cover for Batgirl number 41 has been canceled following artist Raphael Albuquerque's request that DC not publish the piece after outspoken critics of the cover received threats and harassment. And just like that, the comic industry was able to start the healing process. I, I, th I think I'll go visit J. Scott Campbell's Facebook page to cleanse the palate. Oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> DC's A-list stars debuted costume makeovers set to debut post-convergence, the most notable being Wonder Woman's full-length armor and arm blades, which J. Scott Campbell was clearly not a fan of. Not sure how I feel about this revamp. Let me go check Eric Larson's Twitter to get another point of view. Oh my god, what is happening? <laughs> Following a rant in regards to recent superheroine costume redesigns, Images Eric Larson rage quit Twitter only to return a day later. 
I feel like I need an unbiased viewpoint of this situation. Let me go see what Comics Alliance's Chris Sims has to say. Jesus fucking Christ! (laughs) Comics Alliance contributor and writer of the upcoming X-Men 92, Chris Sims, has been accused of harassment and cyberbullying by writer Valerie DiRazio. Stemming from interactions between 2007 and 2010 that had her contemplating suicide. She's not alone, though. When Sims was announced as the writer of X-Men 92, I also contemplated suicide. (laughs) (laughs) This past weekend at Indiana Comic Con, Jason Momoa signed an image of himself as Aquaman from the upcoming Batman vs. Superman and inscribed it with the words, Fuck Marvel! Seems like he's still got some sour grapes from getting passed over for Drax. And finally, just to show you that not everything is terrible, last week Robert Downey Jr. presented a young fan with an Iron Man-themed bionic arm. The only catch? He must now hunt down SF Batkid. And that is the Pop Top (laughs) six-pack of news for March 17, 2015. Wow. Infotainment. Yeah. As if I wasn't depressed enough. It it was a rough few days. <laughs> it was a rough few days. Like t- Twitter was not a very fun place to be for a few days there. It still isn't. No, it's No. It's been it the, it's the least fun it's been in a while. <laughs> and yeah. I've been I've been off Twitter for a while. Like I've rarely posted I haven't posted as much as I used to. And the weekend I decide to go, like, yeah, you know, let me go on Twitter, get my mind off of things. Nope. Like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> what is going on? Oh, so, uh, when Wait is it? To start. Is it, is it June or July? DC is doing a Joker month to celebrate the Joker's 75th anniversary. And that's fucking cool. Yeah, that's June. Like, June, okay. Like, all of their bullshit uh you know special months that they've had this one i'm the most down with uh and i would uh, personally i would say not surprisingly the cover for batgirl that was the joker variant had a it, it, it references the killing joke which correct me if i'm wrong but is one of the defining moments in the relationship between Batgirl and the Joker. People, Absolutely. Uh, you know, a lot of people do not appreciate the killing joke, and I can understand that. But in a historical context, that that is the story that links the two, two characters. And sure. the, 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 the cover by Raphael Albuquerque is definitely... A little titillating, uh, a bit offensive. I would agree with that. It's not very good. Now, Lee, you don't like the art and, at and all. Not, and, and, I mean, I thought that I guess maybe that I don't. I thought that I don't like the art, but like that image, in no way, is indicative of the fucking ridiculous tone of that that, that book right now. Right? No, not like, at all. The last issue I. Read the villain was cosplay motorcycle people. Like <laughs> this is not a book wherein anything remotely that grim is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. My the only my main issue That's, with it 
I know when I first saw it, I was like, oh, this is not going to go well. That was my very first. As soon as I saw it, I said, this is not going to go well. It's that she is the victim. Uh, she's the only one who's be- being portrayed as the victim on her own cover. On her mm-hmm. own cover. It, it's a yeah. really weird thing. Like it, it's, And, you know, and for as much as you said that, you saw that, you said, oh, that's not going to go well. Why the fuck didn't anyone at DC go, we probably shouldn't do this? Because, like, yeah. do they, they not have the internet? <laughs> it's, like, it's like they don't know what would happen. Like, you know, seriously, of course this happened. Well, of course this happened. I yeah. mean, did any of us know that Joker Month was happening until this controversy came up? No, 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 no though. So, I mean, I, there <laughs> there's now, a school of thought that would suggest that DC knew what they were doing. Hey, and, uh, in the words of Eric Bischoff, uh, controversy creates cash. <laughs> but I will say, if you Kelly's look at the biggest the, beef the, with it, isn't about the content of the cover, or that it exists at all. Yeah, it, I fucking hate variant covers so much. You guys. <laughs> They're the dumbest fucking goddamn thing in the world. And like, I'd said this on Twitter: the people who are defending this with all their vitriol and saying, you know, you're censoring art by not letting them do this, you're defending a goddamn variant cover which is the yeah. fucking definition of a money grab. You're defending corporate greed and claiming it's art. You're a fucking jackass. Stop it. <laughs> and also, what I was going to say was, if they did the Harley Quinn month, I believe that was in February, I could be wrong, but the Batgirl cover was also a killing joke homage. And that cover was perfectly fine. Like, if you look at that cover, it's a cool cover. Because... <laughs> Batgirl isn't being held back with blood being drawn on her mouth and a smile. It's not like some weird sadistic looking thing. <laughs> like it's just a fun cover. And if you look at a bunch of the other Joker covers, the, uh, the other ones that I've seen, they're all like kind of cute and funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and like this, so they pick the book that is like, from what I understand, I don't read Batgirl, but you can say it's a cute and funny book. And they give us this dark fucking cover that makes no sense for it. No, not with the context of the book. It just really doesn't. It doesn't fit it at all. Now, and the, again, argument, the argument there, Lee, and Kelly, I'll throw this out there to you guys just to see what you guys say. The argument there with it not fitting the book is that it's a variant cover. It's not necessarily supposed to fit yeah, the book. Yeah, and I, I can agree with that. Mm-hmm. But also when yeah, you but do like, have like, the creators coming out and saying we don't want this on our book. Right. That's then, where I that's where I think it becomes a moot point. When yeah, the creators you have of the to book respect their opinions. Right. It's their Absolutely. book. Well I mean the variant cover, it's, it's, it's their book, but it's not really their book. True. Right. True. Ultimately DC can step in and say, Well, fuck you guys, it's really our book. We're gonna go ahead and print the cover. But then they look like huge shitheads. Yeah. And while people are saying, oh, it's a variant cover, this will only go to collectors, the variant covers, how DC does them now, like with these month covers, you can order as many as you want. So you, oh, could, have right. a lot, you could have shops ordering just even numbers. Let's say they get 
50 cover they get 50 copies of batgirl they could order 25 normal covers and 25 joker covers okay so these aren't like the one in tens or one in 25s these are just order as many as you want so these won't be going to just the exclusive collectors these will a lot of these will just go to people who don't have copies of the other books at the shops so they'll just pick that up as the cover not knowing that it's related to some sort of theme month well my whole thing about it too is that like you know for as much people uh that are flip Flipping out about it, like and they, they, you know, the cover's been pulled, but we've seen it. Yeah, it's there. We've seen, we've, we've seen it. We've seen the cover. Like we can't unsee it. All the requisite feathers are ruffled. You know, uh, the 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 right people are offended. Uh, the right people are offended that the that those people are offended and are being fucking assholes about it. Like you know, the. Damage that is done by this fucking drawing of a clown and a girl <laughs> has already been done. Yeah, and, and it's all riled up. And yeah. you know, it's it's you say it's already been done, but it's not done. You know, it's, it's not done. It's yeah. still got legs. Yeah, it's got legs. There are going to be people bitching about this for days. And I, yeah. I I said it on Twitter today. If you're on either side of this and you're still talking about it today, you might be an asshole. Yeah. There's a goddamn change.org fucking <laughs> petition to try and get DC to put this cover out there. You know if who you signed made, that? Assholes. Yeah, <laughs> if you made that, I'm, I'm going to just say this. Jump off a bridge. Well, Jump off a goddamn bridge. On the, person on the other that. side, wasn't there a change.org petition to get the cover canceled, too? I'm sure God. There, there was. Oh, fucking Christ, everyone. Jump off bridges. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be DC's next uh, promotion. Oh. Everybody jump off a bridge. Jump month. off the bridge. Month. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I definitely think the bigger story here, besides just internet outrage, is the quickness with which it went from people who don't like the cover are outraged to people who don't like the outrage allegedly threatening violence and harassing people who were voicing opinions against the cover. Terrible people, those people, and and that was the one of the main reasons that Raphael Albuquerque asked for the cover to be pulled is because people were being threatened with violence, and and that's like the new. That's the new thing. That's what the kids do these days, right? I guess. Is is but the thing is too, but you know, but guess what? Those same fucking monster people are still going to threaten these other people. Regardless of whether that cover comes out, like they'll find know. something new to threaten somebody, well, yeah, I, I, or find something new because you know they're trash people. Because about <laughs> they're ethics and whatever the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, that that that's a great point. That they're just waiting for the next thing that, uh, let's say, not necessarily feminists, but this female centric sect of the comic book fandom. Th- these. Gamer Gator type people are just waiting for the next thing that the this one little minority complains about or supports or whatever, and they immediately take the opposite side and fucking escalate things to the point where people are afraid of for their lives. All right, I know the advice these people need. These these Gamer Gate blanket people need. They're not going to jump off bridges. I'm not going to tell them to do that. Just jerk off. 
<laughs> Seriously, guys, just jerk off. Just stop. And if you already matter. are, you're not doing it enough. Perhaps it doesn't matter if your mom is home and she can hear you. Just, <laughs> just fucking jerk off. Yeah, and, and if you just are stop being mad at your dick, if you are already jerking off and you're still angry, then you need to switch things up a little bit. Maybe yeah. you know, add Sit a little, lo- add a little lotion to the mix. You know, if you're a dry guy, you you need to be a wet guy. Maybe if you're a wet guy, you need to go dry for a little bit. Use the Western hand grip. Yeah, buy a flashlight. Uh, heat up yeah, a cantaloupe in the microwave. It's an age of wonders. There's all kinds of neat shit out there now, yeah. guys. It's going to be okay. You can put your dick in so many things, and it'll <laughs> just make you feel great. Uh, obviously, privileged white male problems here uh, that I'm about to talk about, but it's frustrating to me that it can go from, okay, cover released, outrage against the cover... And there's n- there's no space in between outrage against the cover and fucking death threats. Like yeah. I can't even I I can't even for a second be like, eh, you you people that are out- outraged against the cover, you know, just give it a rest. You know, it's a variant cover. You're giving it more attention than it deserves. But no, that it immediately turns to well, we don't want anyone to be threatened with, you know, murder or rape or bodily harm. So. Guess whose side we're on now? Thanks, <laughs> Gamergate assholes. Yeah, it's like I can't imagine being in that state of mind where it's like they don't like that comic. I'm gonna tell them I'm gonna kill them. What makes you think you're gonna like what? Why? And <laughs> same time too. But the other thing about that is too is that because of this society where you know nobody takes responsibility for the things that they actually say and, you know, on the internet. And yeah, like exactly. Because they just don't. Because you know uh, it's a fucking tweet, but. Like, they're not really going to kill this person. No, no. They're not. They, they have no intention of killing this person. It's just a thing. Like, you know, it used to be like, oh, I'm going to knock your fucking block off. Well, now it's, <laughs> I will murder you. Like, that's the escalation point now. And, you know, it's easy to dismiss it. But, like, fucking chill the fuck out. Nobody's going to come and kill you. And until somebody comes and kills you. Right. Because right. Yeah. it just takes one, that one person. That means it. You know? Yeah. yeah. It just takes that one person. Because yeah, 99.999% of these people are just talking out their ass. We haven't, uh, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, Internet, but we haven't seen anyone connected with either side of the gamer, of Gamergate actually get, you know, physically harmed or murdered or anything like that. There's been a lot of threats. There's been bomb threats. It's just but, talking shit at this point, and, you know. And there's been, no, there's been, like, bank accounts um, hacked and phone numbers um, like calling their parents and threatening parents over the phone yeah. and family members. It's it's gotten pretty bad. Yeah, I yeah. I guess when you look at it that way, it's more than just the threat of physical harm. There there is a lot of you know terrorist tactics there. That it's more than just getting being able to reach out and touch someone. It's that yeah. It's just that mental thought that it might happen. That if you this dude might be around this corner, or this person who threatened me might be around this other corner. Or might be looking at me while I'm buying a cup of coffee or whatever, you know? Yeah, it's 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 fucking ridiculous. And you know practically all of it is empty bullshit. Right. You know, like it, it has to be. Because, you know, I like to think that, you know, the internet's not full of legitimately homicidal monsters. Because, you know, I think if it, if these people are gonna be so incensed to go to murder over say, I don't know, a comic book cover, probably will over something that happens to them in real life. And I think there'll be a lot more murderers around there. So it's mostly just bullshit. But, I mean, you know, I'd like to say I'd be able to dismiss it if it were to happen 
happened to me, but I don't fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it is not I, I okay. Think, this is not how we need to behave with people. Like likely, I think you'd be able to dismiss it up to a certain point if it was directed at you. Like if it's directed mm-hmm. at you, it's one thing. But now let's say they're saying stuff about your wife or your kids or anything like that. I'm sure you'd get a lot more amped up. You strap the gi on really fast and ready that's to when we round them up. up. That's not the fucking way we need to be treating people, people. I mean, these, these people are terrible, monstrous peoples. And if it wasn't the fucking Joker cover, it'd be something else. They're terrible people. It, it really would be something else. And it's going to continue to be something else. I mean, I don't know if, if there's a, an answer to this problem besides... And, and, you know, kind of skipping ahead, you know, one of the reasons that, you know, Eric Larson called about shit for the stuff he was talking about is because he was talking about, you know, the publishers kowtowing to this vocal minority, you know, in their need to, you know, in these superhero superhero and redesigns, all this shit like that, you know. And then that got people like, oh, what the fuck, you vocal minority. That's a terrible thing to say. But, like, minority means less than 50%. (laughs) That's, like, what the word minority means. Like, you know, like, that's what a minority is. Like, it's not a, like, slur, okay? Like, it's not a bad thing to be a vocal minority. If you're less than 50 per, 51% or whatever the fuck, yeah, you're a minority. Like, yeah. that's okay. Yeah. But it, it, tends okay, to be like, a, it tends to be used in a very dismissive manner. And that's where people tend to. Sure, sure. Mm-hmm. But, you know, like, but you know who's also a vocal minority? Assholes that you use the phrase vocal minority as a pejorative. Like, <laughs> that's also a really shitty vocal. That's a shitty vocal minority, you know? Like, you know, I, I don't think that a lot of this stuff is as widespread as one side would have you believe because, you know, and we've talked about this before, and that kind of shit drives traffic and drives hits. Yeah. Like, and it's something that people like, get incensed about and want to talk about it. So, you know, it's reported on a lot. Even the most, you know, and not, not saying that this necessarily is a very banal thing, but even the most fucking banal thing can get spread, spun out of control because, hey, fucking get them hits up, you know, like – it's comic books, people. Like the best-selling comic book in the world, in the country, sold a hundred thousand copies. Ballpark it, you know what I mean? Like, so are we expect to believe that you know they're all those people are fucking monsters? No, it's a vocal minority of mo- monsters. Just like Everyone there are vocal us. minorities anywhere. Like you know, I don't think that everybody who watches football is a monster, but I will bet you a vocal minority of them are fucking terrible, trashy people. <laughs> yes, they are. I can vouch for that. Capita, probably more than comic book readers. Just throwing that out there. <laughs> I can vouch for that. You never see. I always tell people don't don't bring uh, the worst place you, for you to bring a kid is to a professional football game. I would never take a kid to a football no. game. But seriously, but I guarantee you, somewhere, somewhere, there, there's somebody that's threatening to kill some motherfucker because he likes the fucking Patriots versus the Giants. Okay? Didn't someone get their watch head yourself, in? Watch yourself, Lee. Don't say shit about my Giants. <laughs> I don't know what that is. I'm just saying I pulled two names out of my ass. Didn't someone get their head bashed in at like a San Francisco Giants game or something that last was, year? It was a baseball game, San Francisco Giants and LA Dodgers. Where a guy got put in. I think he w- he died. I yeah, he was no, in a coma died. for a while. Yeah, he died. Jesus. There Christ. was a few years ago at a hockey game. It was Rangers against the um, the Philadelphia Flyers, and a few Rangers fans. One of them got put into a coma because he yeah, got his that's ass. Right. And anyone who goes to a soccer game in Wales is a sociopath. This is this is this this much is fact. Yeah, in soccer games you have fences put up. 
yeah. to separate the fans from each other. Yeah, yeah soccer yeah, because, games are scary. Yeah. I would never. The vocal minority, the, the, the soccer fans have a non-vocal minority. The ones who got the guys who go, let's just sit down and watch the game. <laughs> Those are the fans God. that watch it on TV. I can't in see their houses. I can't see. So Oops. it's just it's it's a it's a fucking weird 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 week. My thing after. My knee-jerk reaction is to be like, okay, well, how can we fix this? Let's fix this. And I, it, it, it veers into victim-blaming, and I'm like, well, maybe if you guys didn't complain so much about the comic book, people wouldn't be threatening you, your life. And then I'm like, well, that, that doesn't work. That doesn't work because, you know, people should be able to speak their minds. But then again, maybe don't complain so much. We need to be at a place where people can accept criticism of comics right. and not see like, it as, know. oh, you just fucking hate everything. No, it's okay to critique comics. It's like, we review comics. I mean, we don't necessarily go super in-depth into, like, for just for the example, the feminist criticisms. But I could if I wanted to. I get for my uh, com theory class. I wrote a 20-page paper about the organizational communication of Casanova Volume 2. I could easily start applying that kind of stuff to all kinds of comics. But this is just a certain th- kind of critique that we're seeing pop up a lot now. And we just, like, the comic community as a whole needs to get used to critiques and that they're not terrible. And I th- and I th- also that, like, you know, that it's, it's just a picture. Like, and yeah. yeah, if you personally experience some sort of trauma, you know, and... The fact that we even have like the word trigger warning in our verca- in our vernacular makes me want to throw up. Like I hate that shit so much because you know it just it reeks of a weakness that I don't appreciate. But that's just me. Hey Lee, you know what uh, Neil Gaiman's last book was called? What's that? Trigger warning. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. But you know, like say you, you've experienced a trauma of some kind, you know, like and that's you know that's terrible. But I'll bet when DC released that cover image, they weren't thinking, oh, I really hope it gets this fucking guy, girl, whoever, that experienced this trauma. That shit's a coincidence. You know? Like, it's not personal that this image exists. So just calm the fuck down. And I, I think the thing that bothers me, I think there's two main problems. One's, one is extremism on both sides exactly. of the argument. Yes. Yeah. Um, because what extremism does is you just block out any conversation. You've made up your mind. It is what it is. Um, and I'm just going to steamroll anybody who disagrees with me. Yeah. And, and, no so, and sometimes discourse at that right. point. And sometimes those extremists will seek out those arguments because right. oh, yeah. it gets them fucking rage boners. Yeah. The right. extremists on one side will actively look for an extremist on the other side. And the fucking, you know, it never ends. And then the other part was was something that uh, Heidi McDonald uh, spoke about on Twitter. The generation gap. There's a huge generation gap in in, in comics now, where you have an uh, an old guard that's an old white guard, and the the age difference or the generation difference from, between that and the people who are starting to really set their footprint in the comic industry sure. now is, is pretty big. Sure. Yeah, yeah, that, that I hadn't considered that. That's a very valid point. And uh, Tito earlier today brought up the notion, you know, 
how responsible is DC and the the editor that approved this book? And you know, I wouldn't go so far as to, you know, th- say that this editor is responsible for, you know, death threats or threats of violence, but uh, they are definitely professionally responsible for making this decision, letting this cover image get out there, and all the backlash. Now, yeah, they just should have had enough sense to know better. And I yeah. think I think at this point, DC needs to have a meeting, and you know, it it. Teeter, it, it straddles the line on censorship, but not really. But DC has to talk to everybody and just be like, "All right, Killing Joke happened. We're we'll still reprint the Killing Joke. We'll still sell it, but we can't reference Killing Joke anymore in it's, covers. It's just not worth it. it no. it's, it's I don't not. know why they still do it. Doesn't and, make any and, sense. And it with, is one of those character anymore. It is absolutely one of the most hot button comic stories of all time that will always leave people with bad feelings. Yeah, and nothing good can come from talking about it ever again. Like referencing it formally on a DC platform. No uh-huh. good can come from it. Especially when when the writer and and a lot of people have dis- have done their best to distance themselves from that story. Right, because yeah. originally, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Kelly might know this um or at least yourself as well. Um this wasn't the killing joke wasn't supposed to be canon. No. No, I don't think it was. No, but then, it was... like, it was just so well received by the comic audience at the time that they're just like, "Well, I guess we'll just make it canon." And I like it. I, I like it. I, I, you know, I like what you know. I like it as a Joker versus Gordon story, you know. And you know, yeah, I like it as just a fucked up Joker story. Yeah, it's a fucked up Joker story, you know. And... I like the Joker origin aspects and the art and nothing else. <laughs> I, I I like damn near everything, and, and you know it can be said that you know she's treated as uh, Barbara treated as a prop in that, but yes, yeah, she is as a supporting character. At that point, her kind of role in any capacity was to kind of be treated as a prop. In this case, she was treated really fucking poorly as a prop, and it, you know it served the purpose of the time. You know, I don't think you should do that shit now. It's definitely a different <laughs> different audience, but you know I, I like to kill joke. And then fucking you got poor J. Scott Campbell, who <laughs> all he did was simply express an opinion. Like, he called no one out. He just said, I don't care for those shoulder pads. <laughs> I'm like, with J. Scott Campbell on this one. <laughs> there was nothing controversial about what he said. Well, nope. that poor son he, of a bitch. He used poor words. I get that he wasn't trying to be inflammatory. Right. But when you start saying she's dressed like somebody from the top, I don't, I don't know the exact. Yeah, quote, might as well, you know, throw a, a sheet around her face and call her part of the Taliban, something like that. Right. Oh no. <laughs> right. Oh, now, I don't agree with him. Now, <laughs> that's 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 asking for those extremists to come out and and again, it's like victim blaming. I think Nice touched on it again. He should be able to say what he wants to say, but. You have to be aware of what you're saying and what it's going to trigger, what sort of response it's going to trigger. He's been around long enough to know that. And to be honest with you, I'm not a huge fan of the man's artwork. I'll be honest. All right, all right. Here's a quote. I find the continued knee-jerk reaction to internet message board critics' demands to keep female heroines covered from head to toe in fabric an overreaction. She's an Amazon warrior. She's not in the Taliban. Unsure emoticon. 
And I tell uh, just uh, the the story at first is the redesigns of the costumes. We got uh, t-shirt and jeans Superman, super armored Wonder Woman, uh, robot fucking Giver suit Batman, giant armored Batman. <laughs> And, you know, the one getting the most attention is Wonder Woman. And I tell you what, besides the Baraka arm blades, I oh, like... She's totally Baraka. <laughs> I like that Wonder Woman costume. Do you know what I don't like? You know what I don't like? The blue on her. Obviously, the first edition of that costume, she did not have that blue, and it was all skin. <laughs> That's what uh, Jessica Campbell said, the exact same thing. So yeah, the you can, so you can the blue right underneath the Wonder Woman belt that was just supposed to be skin. She was just gonna be just showing straight lips. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care for the Wonder Woman too much. Nah, I don't either. I don't. I don't it, care for any of them to be honest. With it, you. I don't it, know it, what uh, the fuck's going on with crew cut T-shirt <laughs> Superman. Yeah, that's a weird choice. The Wonder Woman armor reminds me of uh, like. Eowyn in Lord of the Rings and um, Sif. You know, they're both yeah, well, like in armor. Like fucking Amikami statues. Yeah. There's yeah. designs of her with armor that have been much, much better than that. But the fucking arm blades are dumb. Arm no, blades are kind of dumb. Are. And I don't know what the fuck is happening with bunny ear Batman armor. <laughs> okay, you, you say poor J. Scott Campbell. And, you know, he made the comment about the Tal- Taliban. And it, he he said it was an off the cuff exaggeration, but I don't know if he was not only expressing this opinion on his Facebook page, but it seemed like maybe he was kind of making similar comments around Facebook. And I believe he might have made a comment like that on uh, you know Popcast uh, Hall of Famer Tess Fowler's Facebook page. Oh and, no! And boy, oh boy. J. Scott Campbell and Tess Fowler beef is fucking that shit is that that shit's like Tupac Biggie right now. Yeah. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, we still got some awful stuff to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, there's one more awful thing. Yeah. Yeah, and uh There's like two more awful things, right? Uh yeah, two more awful things. Yeah. Uh uh Eric Larson uh went on a tear on Twitter. I believe in response to the Batgirl costume, the Spider-Woman costume, and possibly uh, the Wonder Woman redesign as well, uh, talking about how, you know, this trend of covering female superheroines head-to-toe is, you know, pandering to the quote-unquote vocal minority, and that, you know, some of these new costumes aren't practical, you know, uh Putting Spider Woman in a jacket and jeans doesn't make sense, but having her in spandex does because she's able to, you know, move around better. I hate that argument. <laughs> yeah. that, is, that doesn't hold practical. a whole lot of water. <laughs> it's not practical. And uh, you know, Eric Larson got into a hundred different Twitter beefs with uh, a million different people. And yeah, couldn't did. keep track of it, so like a, like a big fucking baby, he deleted his Twitter account and then came back a day later uh, to post his manifesto about what what he truly meant. I'm really looking forward to the issue of Savage Dragon where he gets into a bunch of Twitter beefs. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I don't think Batgirl was a response to 
this vocal minority. I think the Batgirl costume uh, was, you know, a little kind of revolutionary. It it updated the character, updated the costume, made the costume a little bit more utilitarian. I do, however, think that the Spider-Woman costume redesign was absolutely a response to the vocal minority and the Batgirl costume. It, it, it's essentially a Batgirl costume ripoff. Yeah, it's the Batgirl costume. It's, it's, it's fucking Batgirl. It's the Batgirl costume. And yeah. I'm not going to argue with anyone that believes that the Wonder Woman costume redesign is an answer to the current climate. But you know what? Sometimes you have to adjust to the current climate. Sometimes that's you, not yeah. necessarily a bad thing. Yeah. No. Here's the thing about Eric Larson. I I don't know how old he is, but he's in the old. comic he's world old right as fuck. now. Okay. Yeah. But either way, in the comic world right now, he's an old he's an old out of touch man. Right. Oh yeah. Because like, look at where he is. If he he couldn't make superhero comics in the superhero comics world, and his superhero comic doesn't fit in an image, like he's. He's still putting out stuff in Image only because he's one of the founders. If he wasn't a founder, I guarantee you that book wouldn't be coming out of Image right now. So he's just in the kind of weird limbo place where he's he just exists. I couldn't yeah, tell you what the... absolutely that out-of-touch he, old guy. He's, he's absolutely yeah, that yeah, guy. He's, he's the Hall of Famer at the end of the bench who doesn't want to retire. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. And you look at the rest of some of his peers from the time, Jim Lee top guy at dc right now you got uh, uh todd mcfarlane still doing well at, at image like hit spawn just hit 250 and it kind of got a decent relaunch but comics are like todd mcfarlane's fifth exactly yeah favorite still thing to do right now on. and then even rob liefeld is still relevant to an extent <laughs> he's way more relevant than eric larson is that's true so it's like he's I I think Rob Liefeld's I think Rob Liefeld's relevance is because he's a punchline. True, but there's still a crowd that really enjoys his work from 1993. Yeah, (laughs) but I don't think that Eric Larson has that big of a crowd. No, 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 no. Savage Dragon was never X Force or uh, Spawn. Spawn, yeah. Eric Larson is the guy that every time his name comes up, I go, oh, right, fucking Eric Larson. <laughs> yeah. Savage Dragon w- was the curtain jerker of Image Comics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's like, that's how he'll always be remembered, and he's kind of just the old man now. But again, old he's the old man, he's the one going off on the rant, but then fucking dogpile on this guy. You know, because, uh, again, that's the extremism at work. Can't, yeah. can't, if anything, I feel bad for him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like he's out of touch. He's not. If he can't, if they if they just cancel Savage Dragon, he's probably not getting any more comic work. Like, like what company he, is going to hire? He's a man in a world that's moved on around him. He's a fucking yeah. Van Winkle. He is. It's like I feel bad for him. Like he's in a comic industry in his head that doesn't exist anymore. And I mean, I'm sure to a degree, p- 
part of that is why he went on this tear. They're, exactly. You know, a lot of these guys are just trying to hold on for that last little shred of notoriety and you know professional spot that they have, and they see it slipping away, and they get fucking pissed off. So, yeah. yeah, and they it's, say, it's, "Fuck that girl." Yeah, he's, <laughs> he's an old man hanging out his window, saying, "Back in my day." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Back in my day, we had t- t- windows and spandex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what he is, and it's just—I—I I, I honestly feel bad for him. I don't—I'm not angry at him. Yeah, <laughs> I feel bad. I—I I kind of agree with Kelly. I feel bad for him to the point where maybe he didn't intentionally delete his Twitter. Maybe he did it by accident, like, oh, oh, I accidentally deleted my Twitter. I don't know how to make the tweets anymore. <laughs> Let's see if MySpace is still working. <laughs> oh, Justin Timberlake's my friend now. He went to go check his GeoCities page. I saw fucking that Eric Larson was back on Twitter, and I just thought, you know, if you delete your Twitter account, you you should be put in like a month long penalty box. You shouldn't be able to come back the next day and be like, "I'm on Twitter again, dicks." <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. Guess who's back? Uh, all right. So moving on. Uh, Chris Sims, who's a contributor at Comics Alliance, uh, one of the podcast's favorite websites, favorite of all time. Uh, he just got the job writing the X-Men 92 comic, which is going to be I a, did not a, realize that until today. a digital comic. And I saw that news, and I was super bummed because I really wanted to read an X-Men 92 comic, but uh, fuck Chris Sims. <laughs> and I, I thought, fuck Chris Sims, even before this story came out. And then the story came out, and I'm like, yeah, fuck Chris Sims! <laughs> uh, but ap- apparently... Uh, this uh, former blogger uh, and comic writer Valerie Diorazar Di Dorazio Dorazio Dorazio. All right, there's a fucking apostrophe in there, and it's weird. Dorazio, who's from Brooklyn, you know, uh, she sees that Chris Sims is kind of getting some press because of the X Men '92 job. And she's like, oh, oh, that's nice because uh, this motherfucker cyberbullied me and harassed me uh, five years ago to the point where I had to go on antidepressants and I contemplated killing myself. Because, uh, you know, he just had a bug up his ass about her for some reason. And uh, she did a Punisher book and he kind of sicked the, the hounds on her and... Uh, for a, a period of three years, she claims, and uh, to the point where, according to her, she got a phone call the day that her book came out, and it was somebody from Marvel going, "Yeah, we're sorry, but you're probably <laughs> gonna want to fucking lay low." You want to, yeah, you want to lay low. So you know, the fact that it's Marvel hiring him is, you know, extra, extra super makes her super happy about it. And then you know, all all in all, the same time that this Batgirl thing's going on and. Uh, she's fucking triggered like uh, the Lone Ranger's horse. It, see, he, like the thing about this to me is, I unironically, in the popcast way, <laughs> I like Chris Sims's writing. I know, I know you do. Yeah, <laughs> and I wasn't. I 
wasn't aware of his writing prior to like 2011. And like, I like his writing. I listen to his, the podcast he's on. I bought the fucking comic he put out last year. And like, is from what I understand of the guy, this doesn't match up with the guy that I see on Twitter and read his articles. So it's just weird. You know what I mean? There's a weird disconnect. But to the point where it's like, you know, it's not like he just kind of... We all see off the cut of shit that we probably yeah. wish we wouldn't have. I told people to jump off a bridge not half yeah. an hour ago. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, this, the way she makes it sound like it was a fucking targeted campaign against her yeah. for years. And that's the, and that's the weird thing. thing. Like, the guy that I listen to on, this, on War Racket Ajax, I can't picture him doing that. It's just fucking weird to me. <laughs> I mean, that's but that's five years ago, Kelly. Yeah. Like, Nye's 2011 was not a nice person. <laughs> it was a dark, no, we were it was friends a dark in time. 2011. We were no, we were friends. I had friends, but I I was pretty awful. I was I he was had friends. He was doing his damnedest to push him away. Yeah. We had some friends. <laughs> I I was a wildly different person than I am right now. Yeah. I mean, at least I'd like to think so. Fucking cocksuckers. So, so I mean, like. On the one hand, yeah, fuck that guy. But, like, on the other hand, you know, to fucking put it in the vernacular, the, the parlance of our times, why are you bringing up old shit? Because he, he's getting pressed now. That, that's exactly why. Yeah. I, and and it's, it's bringing up it's, the old bad feelings. It's kind of a bitch move, I think. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Don't she use the B word, Lee. Because she's female, that's me the bitch move. <laughs> Like like the same kind of bitch move a dude can do. I'm just saying. Like you know, I mean, like, you know. I, I guess it's different when you're just blogger guy to when you become a writer on right. an X Men book. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, maybe maybe it's my my experience coloring my perception of this because like as a person who was victim to like some legitimate like honest to god in person harassment and stalking and shit for a while, like. This guy said mean things about me on the internet. Kind of ranks a low on my scale of like shit to give a fuck about. But that's my perception and my reality. And you know, pain is relative. Hundred <laughs> percent, pain is totally relative. You know, and I try to keep that in mind when forming opinions on this kind of thing. But you know, like I don't think I'll ever have post-traumatic stress disorder from some shit on the internet. But that's just me. Apparently, he went so hard at her that he issued an apology. Now, his apology wasn't was to her husband. Was to her husband. Now, that's a bitch move. That is totally a bitch move. (laughs) He did post something on his website where he said he didn't feel like he had the right to talk to her after what he had done. So that's why he sent it to her husband. And I, I can see that if that's what you're going with. That's a bitch move. Uh, I don't know about that. But yeah, uh, Valerie D- Durazio on Twitter nine hours ago. I heard that Chris Sims is going to write an X Men comic about mutants getting cyberbullied to suicide attempts and anti anxiety meds. And then Mahoney this afternoon, <laughs> RT at Comics Alliance asked Chris number two forty five why all these bitches be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> Ask Chris number something, something, something. Could my dad eat more hot dogs than plastic man? Oh, Christ. So, wow. Like, it's funny that 
J. Scott Campbell got into some shit with Tess Fowler because that's what this uh, Valerie Durazio stuff kind of feels like. It feels like the Tess Fowler, Brian Wood thing, but, you know, different circumstances. But, you know, years later, it it finally comes out in the open. Now, whether or not this will affect anything is is another story, but you don't think? I doubt it. It's not like it was a comic book cover. Uh, yeah. Although, I do love towards the end of it where she compared herself to the Punisher. I thought that was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like, my experience with getting cyberbullied was just like that time Frank Castle saw his family murdered in front of his eyes. <laughs> we are equally hardened. It's just like that. Uh, at like that. Indiana Comic Con this past weekend, a uh, fan... Uh, I have a fucking weird thing about bullying you guys. (laughs) I got some shit I got to work through. Yeah, I liked it better when you could see your bully and hit him across the head with a lunchbox like I did when I was in second. Right, yeah, yeah, like, right. I mean, some kid tried to bully me in in, uh, grade school, and I just told him he was the reason why his parents divorced, and then he quit that shit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Because he got real sad. Like that I know personally, like, you know, talk shit about me on the internet, and I either, one, didn't give a fuck, Two whooped a little bit of ass. <laughs> three gave it back, and it's over. Like so, I I can't imagine. But again, it's all perception. Pain is right. relative. But like, I can't imagine being so worked up about what a fucking stranger says to me. Like, but er- and- like you said, pain is relative, and it's it's how you're brought up, and not everybody has the the natural ability to just to come back to somebody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On it's Twitter, all and stuff relative. Like it's totally all relative. And so, I mean, I, I hope that you know. Whatever happens, she gets some closure out of this whole thing because she's clearly still fucked up about it, and that's not all right. And you know, and fuck that guy for putting her through that. So, like, if he straight up sent the fucking hounds on her, which, given what I know of the Comics Alliance message board circa 2011, those were some houndy motherfuckers. Well, this this wasn't even uh, on Comics Alliance that he was doing it; it was on his own blog, I believe. <laughs> Okay. No, but he did say some shit about her in comments. I think she screen capped something where yeah. he said that he's going to ignore her book and because of personal reasons or whatever. And, and you know, I'm sure any of us that work for panelsonpages.com would love to write a comic someday, but I don't like this trend of fucking comic bloggers writing comic books because that that's fucking shitting where you eat right there. That, like, I, I, I think once you cross that line, that's it. You cross the line. You can't go back. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Right. yeah like you, you need to. Chris Sims needs to fucking dip out of Comics Alliance now. Yeah. Like you can't, because because he said like in the past few months, I saw him tweet about that uh, the the X Men book is why he hasn't been reviewing Marvel comics. But like, you fucking should be. The right, yeah. Like, the fact that you're not reviewing Marvel comics makes it a conflict of interest. Yeah, if you were doing the shit and being objective, fucking no problem. So the reason you're not reviewing Marvel comics is because you want to fucking keep your job <laughs> at Marvel. That I'm is just, also um, a bit of a bitch move. I'm, I'm just a little <laughs> bit jealous because I would have fucking loved to write an X-Men 92 comic <laughs> book. I, I really would have. Take us home. On a happy ending. Well, well we didn't do we the, the Jason Momoa story. Oh, yeah. In, I kind of like this one. Indiana Comic Con. Uh, a 
fan went to get her Aquaman poster signed by Jason Momoa. Where did she get an Aquaman poster? Uh, I don't think those are <laughs> available yet. So uh, Warner Brothers, get on Liz Guadiana and uh, send her a cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> and she asked Jason Momoa, can you write down a reason why all these DC haters out there should join our DC universe? And Momoa's response written on the poster was, fuck Marvel. <laughs> are we sure she isn't Larry Potter? <laughs> That's not... Hey, why are these DC haters hating on DC? <laughs> and people got legit pissed off that he wrote "fuck Marvel." You know, I, well, I don't really give a fuck. It's fine, you know. Good I, for I him. listen, me. I enjoy a good trash talk. Yeah, trash I talk is I, fun. I love trash talk. Well, Tito, <laughs> he's clearly bullying all those people at Marvel, <laughs> and that's not okay. And somebody to, told me to go fuck myself one time, and now I'm triggered. To a point, he has chosen his side, so he's got to fight for DC now. He's got to fight for DC and Warner Brothers, so he's putting on a, a fucking brave face and, and about it. I love it. Fighting I love it. for his team. Yeah, fucking digging his heels in. I'm a, yeah. I'm I'm the goddamn Aquaman. But you're gonna have to fucking put your money where your mouth is, Aquaman. Yeah, it's a little, uh, you know, on the one hand, I love it. Love it. <laughs> on the other hand, you know, you don't want to shit in too many mouths <laughs> when your movie's not out yet. <laughs> and you've only had one movie in your current universe, and yeah. it was not well received. Right. So, I mean, you know, just, uh, you know. <laughs> Maybe a bit a better move like two years from now. Yeah, may- maybe not fuck Marvel. Maybe uh, uh, may the best man win. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Looking forward to our friendly competition. <laughs> hey, 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 Marvel. Uh, wh- where Namor at? <laughs> <laughs> and then the final story: uh, Robert Downey Jr. presented a a young fan named Alex who was born with a partially developed right arm with a Iron Man-themed bionic right arm uh, created by Microsoft OneNote's collective project led by Albert Monero. Uh, fucking now, looks this cool. This is like that, you know, because when I first saw this headline, I remember seeing the, that, that kid a few months ago, like, oh, this kid got an Iron Man hand. He goes, no, it's just a fucking red plastic hand. Like, you know, good for that kid. But that's not a fucking Iron Man hand. It's not a robot hand. This kid got a fucking robot hand. <laughs> <laughs> And it's fucking baller. Oh, man, he's going to give him so, so many robot hand jobs. Fucking robot <laughs> hand. And Robert Downey Jr. came in, like, and again, none of the headlines, you know, made it clear that he's in fucking character the whole time. Yeah, with fucking one of his gauntlets on. That he wasn't working. In, he came in in character with two big ass, like, you know, briefcases with a Stark Industry logo on it. And fucking, you know, tells the kid we're going to try out some new shit. It was, it was really dope. And this kid is like, Clearly trying to play it cool, and I think that's awesome. <laughs> you know, these him, Pratt, and Evans, they know how to fucking do it, bro. They know how to take their characters and, and take what they do and, and just, like, it's awesome what they do. Yeah, they're they're fucking to being shitty in Indiana. <laughs> they, they're giving back, man. Like, they, all three of them have basically have dream jobs. 
They're making a shitload of money. They're getting to play superheroes. And why not give back a little bit and fucking put some smiles on faces? If I had millions of dollars and some free time, I would give fucking one-armed Brian a Iron Man hand if I could. Why not? And, and think of the world we live in where a 3D printer can make that. Yeah. 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 Yeah, there's nothing about this that isn't really awesome. Uh, especially the headline that I gave it in the pop locker room, which was <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. gives kid a hand job. <laughs> I should have. It's a fucking legit amazing bionic. Like, it, it works. Like, the kid can move his fingers and shit. And that's. And, like, for a kid that's never had fingers, to be able to move his fingers is nothing sort of a fucking miracle. It's awesome. Very cool. That is badass. Good, good on everybody this. in that story. This, this is the anti-everything else that happened this week. <laughs> yeah, this made me happy. I like this. Too bad that this didn't happen today and the other shit happened over the weekend. Right? Yeah. To kind of uh, to really cleanse the palate. I mean, we can't really say to the whole internet, like, hey, internet, remember the little kid with the Iron Man hand? Oh, that was nice, wasn't it? They don't remember. They forgot. <laughs> they just took totally a picture of him hey, internet, a smiley face on him. Hey, internet, remember when we all watched the Avengers together for the first time? That was no, nice. They forgot all that shit. <laughs> hey, remember when we watched the Avengers on, on uh, when was that, Monday night? Was that yesterday? Was oh, shit, nice? when it was on <laughs> FX? Yeah. I think that was, was Sunday night. Sunday. That was Sunday. True sweet. Guys, Age of Ultron comes out in like six weeks. <laughs> yeah, it does. I'm so excited. Yep. I'm so excited. So let's talk about comic books and get the fuck out of here. Alrighty. Come on, Filbert. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. So after much uh, build up and anticipation, Howard the Duck number one came out. It is perfect it's, <laughs> it's so funny and you so know fun. i passed on it and oh, after hearing a few guys now after hearing a few guys uh, i'm gonna go check it out yeah it's really funny it's great like you know it, it you know gives you all the relevant backstory need on howard if you're unfamiliar like it's just meta enough to not be irritating like well <laughs> One point, somebody sees him walking around. And go, oh, I know you. I saw you in that movie, and it smash cuts to like a movie theater, and it's one of those like, you know, the shit they show before the movie, like the advertisements, you know. And so there's like a digitized version of his face. That says, "Who is he? He's trapped in a world here." And the second one, he's a little bit clearer. Says, "Who is he? He's a duck." <laughs> like, who is he? He's Howard the Duck, private investigator. That's pretty fucking rad. Very very funny. Uh, great sight gag. There's a part where. Uh, they cut to She-Hulk's office, and she's sitting on her desk looking at a computer, and it's like, you know, the article she's looking at is called uh, 20 Cat Videos That Make You Forget You're Living in a Superpowered Nightmare World Where You Could Die Any Minute. <laughs> <laughs> oh, speaking of that, nice. is Mary reading Howard the Duck? Uh, I am not sure. If she isn't, you should get her on that, because Howard's office is in the same building as She-Hulk's, so they'll show up from time to time. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool, and they they uh, they they brought Howard in at the tail end of She Hulk. Yeah, like the, the last issue he he came in for that. Uh, oh, really I don't want to ruin it for Tito, but Lee, that Spider Man bit right near the end of the issue. That's oh, 
God. God yeah. I every time I think of it, I just start laughing. <laughs> yeah, I was I read it out at my desk and I, I chuckled out loud like so <laughs> many times going through it. It's so funny. So damn funny. Like it's <laughs> Oh yeah. See, just thinking about it again. <laughs> oh, it's really good. The fucking that Zadarsky man, he's uh he's not right in the head. Nope. Very, very funny. <laughs> he is a he's crazy very funny on Twitter. That he's I very love. funny on Twitter. You guys should follow him on Twitter if you're not. Yeah, very yeah. fun on Twitter. Yeah. And it looks great too. Like it it looks like this book should look. Yeah, it really does. It's it's you know, it's it's little cartoony but not super like you know, it still looks like a Marvel comic, you know. But it looks like a Marvel comic with a fucking giant walking duck in it. Like it's really good. Really yeah. really good. Yeah. You won't see you know, Chip Zdarsky going on some rant against clothed female superheroes and then deleting his Twitter account. No, because if he did, you would just be like, "Ah, it's fucking Chip." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's a crazy person. All right, crazy person. Uh, really good, man. Like, if you know, Tina, you got to check it out. You got to get on that. It's really, really good. Yeah, I already have um, my my local shop holding it for me. Good, 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 good. Um, as is Ant Man, dude. Ant Man number three came out. That's another one of those. Just I need to get on that. Excellent Marvel solo titles, man. Um. They use it to bring back the dude who, uh, I guess, was the, the guy that they're turning into Yellow Jack in the movie. Uh, he's like, you know, a man's nemesis or whatever. Um, Darren Cross? Yeah, yeah. They're bringing him back in here as part of this. Uh, that's kind of the reveal here. But the the issue is, you know, it's Ant-Man fighting Taskmaster in a paperclip factory that he's trying to set up some security systems for. But, you know, it's a bit where he's talking about, you know, this is it. It's, you know, it's. You know, Taskmaster, you know, my, my arch enemy, arch enemy. And Taskmaster's like, you fucking really think I'm your arch enemy? He's like, yeah, we fought a whole bunch of times. I fought you with Captain America and with Hawkeye and Spider-Man ones. And he's like, I was there to fight those guys. You were just kind of there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I don't, no, man, we're not a thing, you and me. Um, it's, it's, it's very much, it, it's very Hawkeye. And that's a really high compliment I can give a comic book. <laughs> like, it's. But not to the point of where I feel like they're kind of ripping it off. It's just a really good tone, you know. Um, they're still completely glossing over the fact that Cassie was dead and came back to life. Like, they only did that in that, you know, ancillary original sitting uh, fucking tie-in book. No, no, as a sixist tie-in book. Just because Nick Spencer wanted to write Ant-Man with a kid. Like... You know, they've said, oh, because uh, they, they, they always say something, oh, but what she's been through, like really vague shit like that. Not that what she'd been through was being a young Avenger, being murdered to death and being dead for years and being brought back to life via some questionable magical bullshit. Like none of that. It's very vague, you know, <laughs> like, but hey, it's comics. It's comics. Uh, see if I can. Uh, what else? Ooh, Lee, did you read New Avengers? Sure did. I, uh, why is he the bad guy? I don't, don't get it. I don't know. I don't know why he's a bad guy. Like, like, I, and I don't, would have therefore had needed to be the bad guy for what years? Yeah, right. I don't know when years? it happened. Even though, like, we just saw him a few months ago. Like, so, I mean, are they gonna throw some time travel fuckery in at us too? I'm on top of on top to. of all this shit. Are we gonna be time traveling again too? God damn it! Seriously. You fucking ask anybody who's been reading Avengers this this whole time. Say, oh, Abum Rama, whatever the fuck. Oh, he's clearly Doctor Doom. Nobody ever said that. No, like, I don't think anyone called this. There's 
because there's no reason it should be him. Like, there's nothing there to lead you to that. Like, but then again, none of it makes any fucking sense. So why not? You know, like, why not be Doctor Doom? You know why? You know why he's the villain? Because fuck you. That's why. Like, that's, that's why. All those, that's all the reason they need. <laughs> that's why. It's ridiculous. Uh, ugh, that fucking. I'm so ready for that shit to be over with. I'm so excited for Secret Warriors because that's the end of it. Yep. Um, we didn't talk about it in the news, but like some of the other Secret Warriors, that weird uh, Renew Your Vows, kind of the details of that came out this week, and it made me really confused. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't read much. I saw the cover image. I didn't read much about it to figure out what it was about. Yeah, it's, still, you know, like, a story with Spider-Man Spider with Mary Jane and the, the baby. The baby that kind of disappeared back in the day. So, like, I don't know if it's, like present day in like the mc2 universe because you know like it's fucking you know the secret world is about worries about world all worlds and shit so I, I don't know what the fuck they're doing like a lot of that stuff that they're doing is really really vague and it it, it worries me for books like ant-man that's really good and just you know, howard the duck book they just started out like you know i hope they don't throw any of that any of those babies out with the bathwater because there's some really good stuff going on um, Spider Gwen number two came out and it's fucking excellent. It's really, yeah, really, great. really cool. Really neat, man. Um, the fuck else? Uh, the Guardians team up number two came out. It's a very quick two parter story. Wrap that shit up in a little neat, pretty bow. Really cool. Um, Ghosted 18, neat. Detective Comics Endgame one shot. I believe these are the kids that are going to be in that We Are Robin book. I think that's pretty much all this did was introduce them. So <clears throat> that's neat, I guess. Um, all new X-Men 37 was this nice little one and done one shot issue uh, that came out after number 38 uh, where uh, Emma Frost takes Jean Grey to Madripoor to kind of throw her in the deep end to get her to work on her powers. That's pretty cool. And then uh, lastly, Silver Surfer number 10. Um, how damn it's good, you guys! The Silver Surfer book is no joke. Yeah, that book is really good. It is and for it for it just being Silver Surfer stars in Doctor Who. It's really good. Yeah, and he'll even it's not even he'll own up to it. He'll yeah, say, yeah, that's exactly what the fuck it is, you know. Um, and it's just really really good. Again, the you know danger spoiling you know kind of the the plot here. I thought it was really really powerful, man, and just really well executed. And, you know, and I'm a guy, I've never been like a diehard Silver Surfer fan. I just, I really, really dig it. It's a lot of fun and really interesting. And yeah, I'm, there's nothing going on in that book that I don't really, really like. Very cool. Um, what else you got, Kelly? Um, well, last week I was on here talking about Ninjak. And oh, let me how did that work out for you? Ninjak was fucking great. <laughs> like, Man, I can't real- wait for the fucking Ninjak movie. The first issue of Ninjak is really great. I, I recommend picking it up. So what have we learned about a Ninjak? Uh, Ninjak is like a, a ninja spy who in the first issue fights some lady who pretty much her entire body is a weapon. So like her hair is super sharp and she can use it like swords. Well, that's, that sounds pretty awesome. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of crazy shit. And his job is to pretty much just get her out of the place where she is so she doesn't fuck everything up and they nuke her because they'll need her for something else later 
And so there's in the book there's two stories. There's the main one, which is Ninjak following doing stuff with this lady and then going on another adventure. And then there's a second story, which is Ninjak in his early days before he was really Ninjak and was just kind of a very low level spy. And that that part is uh, drawn by Butch Geis of Ooh, nice. Captain America. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Fame. So. If you like spy comics, I really recommend picking it up. If you liked um, Brubaker's Cap run, I recommend picking it up. Put that shit on the list. Yeah, and I don't think you really don't need to know anything about Ninjak or Valiant going into this book. And like I said, you know, I kind of poked fun at them, you know, when it was shared universe or whatever the fuck, but everything I've read from Valiant has been really good the past couple of years. Yeah, and I think it, in the Ninjak book, I saw they're releasing the Valiant, which is the really great miniseries that Valiant that Valiant is doing with Jeff Lemire. Um, ah, shit, I can't remember the other writer's name. Matt Kent and uh, pa- uh, Paulo Rivera. That's going on right now, and they're releasing the whole miniseries Ooh. in a trade for ten bucks. Nice. Yeah, so I think yeah the ad for that was in uh, Ninjak. So when that comes out, pick that up. That book's been really great so far. All right. Yeah, that's uh, you covered most other things I read, so I think I'm good. I I read a uh, volume two of Copra today, and if you know anything about Copra, you know I I love that book, and I really recommend picking it up if you like anything kind of Suicide Squad related. Yeah, they because... hold um, there's a a shop in Brooklyn that holds a lot of events when they release new Copra books. Yeah, Burgeon Street. Yeah. Yeah, they're the ones that publish it. Actually, okay. like the the no shit, the that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, because originally, just uh, the writer, artist, slash everything produces the single issues on his own and sells them through his Etsy. And oh, then the that's and then Burgess, Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of nuts because originally it was just started out as kind of an experiment to see if he could do it, just to get an issue out every month. And it's just huh. one of the best superhero comics coming out right now. <laughs> All right, check that out. And it's kind of funny because all the characters are basically just rip-offs of Marvel and DC characters. Like, there's very clearly Deadshot and Punisher and Doctor Strange and just other characters in it, but it's really good. Do they have a Cobra Commander? <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't resist! <laughs> uh, talking oh. about uh, trades, uh, my friend Adam got me the first Fables trade for Christmas, uh, and I finally had a chance to read that this week, and man... It's really good, you guys. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if you guys know this or not. You may not have heard this, but Fables is really good. I think the final issue is actually coming out this month, which is yep. kind of funny. So I, I hit him up. I, I, I hit him on Twitter. I said, I don't know whether to kiss you or kick you because I really fucking like it, and I got to get the rest of this shit. <laughs> it's really, really good. And, and also, I can see why there were some people too. with their paintings in a twist when Once Upon a Time came out because there are some parallels. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, not a little bit, like a lot. <laughs> like, yeah. What you got, Tito? Absolutely nothing. Sweet deal. Nice. I was I was busy burying my uncle. Sorry. Oh. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to pull that out one more time. No comics, but I did watch the uh, last oh, week's dope. episode of Ninja Turtles where they uh, turn Bebop and Rocksteady at the end, and that was cool. 
Oh, 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 fuck. I thought you meant like this week's. Yeah, you didn't see this week's. So it's a one hour one. Oh, it's an hour? Sweet. We just finished that one today. It's the fucking turtles and the mighty mutanimals teaming up. I wonder if it's on Hulu yet. I think it's on Nick.com, I believe. If nothing. Probably need a fucking cable provider. Which. Lame. Thanks, Obama. Yeah, I won't. won't Seriously, thank you. Because holy shit, it's a lot of fun. Really, really good. So then, uh, that's our show this week, man. I like it, like it. We went to some dark places, but I think we ended up okay. Yeah, we 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 did a good show. Come on, everybody, too sweet me. Too sweet. Ooh, me. Too sweet. Uh, too four sweet. sweet. Four, four sweet. sweet. Four sweet. Four sweet. Are you guys actually doing it? Because I'm actually doing it. I, I actually did it. Yeah, I actually doing it. Strange. Okay. Guys, we're going to be two-sweeting so much at C2E2 this year. <laughs> Our fucking fingertips are going to be bloody from two-sweeting so much. Literally every time I see you and Jose walking by with a camera, I will throw up a two-sweet at it. <laughs> the, key is, the key is trying to get Mahoney to two-sweet you. Oh. <laughs> that is our challenge for the week. I think he might. I think he might. Why would he not? Why would not? We get, there's Because it's a wrestling thing. pressure him into a two-sweet. <laughs> Because it's a wrestling thing. <laughs> uh, Lee, do you know uh, who who has revived the two sweet thing? Do you do you know this tag team, the Young Bucks, that Kelly's super into? Uh, tangentially. Well, fucking WWE has seen that they've kind of taken off with the two sweeting, and WWE's trying to copyright two sweet and trademark it. Yeah. <laughs> It's also like the time um, when WWE put out the video that they called the Super Kick Party. Yep. And just the Young Bucks tweeted and they go, oh, glad you guys like us. <laughs> Man, they got a fucking boner for those guys. They should just hire them. That's bullshit. Nope. No new episode of Turtles on Hulu. I think I saw something online today about it, on Twitter today about it being on Nick.com. All right. So you might be okay to watch it. Well, my wife's asleep, so... we got new episodes uh, tonight, apparently, of Flash, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, and that iZombie show, which is getting pretty good reviews. I'm going to try iZombie, because the girl in that is the Yellow Ranger from Power Rangers RPM, which I just finished watching. And she was Tinkerbell on Once Upon a Time. Oh, oh. shit. And Anybody watch uh, the new community yet on uh, Yahoo? No. I tried uh, no. to. And the website, like, I was watching it. It was taking forever to load. I'm just sitting watching. It gets to the three-minute mark. Jumps to the ten-minute mark, inexplicably. And at that point, I just said, fuck this. I'm done for now. If it was on anything that I could watch on my television, I would. Well, you can cast. um, I don't know if you have a Chromecast, Lee. Um, If you get the Yahoo app, I think you can cast it to your television. That's at, worth doing then. At first, I was kind of like, uh, I don't want to download all these different apps just to watch different TV shows. But then again, it's kind of like just flipping channels, but it takes longer. Yeah. Yeah, Chromecast is pretty miraculous, though. Yes, I love that thing. The three minutes of community I watched weren't bad. I think I missed the entire last season. I wouldn't say you missed it, Bob. <laughs> I'm starting to think I'm okay with just accepting Community was done after Season 3, and that makes me sad. Kind of like Dexter in Season 4. 
can never go home again, Kelly. Yeah, Dexter <laughs> season four may as well be the end. It never really recovered. So yeah, that's our show, man. Listen to us next week and every week, and fucking go back to the old ones. All that stuff. You know, we're, we got shows. We got shows on shows on shows, man. Uh, join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Uh, email us, popcast at panelsonpages.com. Or leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP, and we'll play them shits on the air. You know, what? Give, give, us, give us some sweetness. <laughs> too, too sweetest for some good news. <laughs> oh, one fell asleep. Let's all too sweetest forehead. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start the show all over again. One didn't hear it. <laughs> I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Let, let us know something uh, the good that happened because there's there's a whole lot of bullshittery on comics internet. What, what, what delightful things have you seen or read? Well, or seen lately? Let's by tomorrow, by tomorrow we'll have a new member of the population. So that's some that's good true. news. That's true. That is delightful news. Coming out of that bagel hole. <laughs> <laughs> I hope uh, you enjoyed that that uh, that last shit, Travis. Uh, what was the hashtag? Hashtag not a bagel or bagel oh. bagel pride? Hashtag no bagel pride. <laughs> uh, oh no, bagel proud. Bagel proud, not bagel no, proud. Damn Chromecast on the Yahoo screen. Fuck. <laughs> you can't cast it. Maybe not on Android. Maybe I gotta get on my iPad. No, if it's not on Android, then you're not gonna be able to cast. It's it. Too much work. Too much work, community. Sorry, community. That's not community's fault. It's Yahoo Screen. Why'd you go on? Who picks Yahoo? It's Yahoo clinging for relevance. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's our show. Well, love you, kids. Uh, good night and goodbye. Just when you want it. You see, I'm Irish, but I'm not a leprechaun. You want to fight this step up?
was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. It was terrible. Get him away. Hey, boo. 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 Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.